sir, this wasn't built by a magician. This was built by a wizard, a man who can actually do what magicians pretend to do. We had gold, you threw it back in the river. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. Did you just do it? You just went? Yeah, he just went. I had a beautiful thought, and I pushed play. <laughs> I pushed record. <laughs> uh, yes. Happy 2020. Happy 2020. The very first pod of 2020. It's exciting, man. It, it's, Where's the flying cars and rocket ships? Right? I just want universal health care in 2020. <laughs> you know, that's, is this so much to ask? Yeah, it makes a lot of people a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> and not you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, so hopefully everyone had an enjoyable uh, New holidays, years. Yeah. New Year's. I drank more than I should have. <laughs> Congratulations. I don't think I drank, I didn't get drunk probably at all. Uh-huh. I just drank more than I should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. when it's the holidays, I seem to justify being able to start drinking around 1 o'clock. Yeah, because it's the holidays. I know. <laughs> but where does the holiday end and where does it begin? There's like a week between Christmas and New Year's. You can't just stay drunk at 1 o'clock That's today. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you, <laughs> can. you, you could. <laughs> you could. Yeah. I wish I had gone to the movies more over the holidays. Yeah. It's, it's always you... one of those things that this, that's everyone else's idea, too. So right. I kind of try to avoid going and dealing with the I it's thought of this. With, I thought uh, of this a couple seats, of times. Though, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought of this a couple of times about asking my wife if she wanted to go to the theater, but we'd have to go to the noon, you, noon one. I'm hearing that that Ford vs. Ferrari is going to be the movie that when it comes out on uh, DVD, we're all going to be disappointed we didn't see it in the theater. Yeah. Because people are saying that it is like intense in the theater. So I, I, might, mean, ha- I might have to still try to see Who is the that. director? The guy from Copland. Uh, really? Yeah. The uh, It's like Sam. The guy that did Kingdom? Uh, no, that's Peter Berg. Okay. Uh, Peter Berg was in Copland. Yeah, it's the guy who did also did the Walk the Line, and I think he did a couple of the Bond movies. Did he at least uh, do some Sam Mendes? Car who it is? Sam Mendes has he done car scenes before? Is he known for his car scenes? Uh, no, but I mean, you just hired DP. Uh, yeah, James Mangold. Oh, James Mangold. Yeah, not Sam Mendes. But James Mangold is the Walk the Line. Okay, oh, he did Logan guy. too. Yep, Logan. So he knows action. He knows action. for sure. So, Plus, all the DPs. Are just, everyone apparently is great. Find the DP you. Well, I shares your vision. I did watch. I had started a bunch of series too. I, the Watchmen is probably the best series in the last five years. It's like it's intense. It's like lost at some points where it's this mind blowing shit that you were like, I can't believe that uh, it just happened on screen. Uh, the uh, Mandalorian was awesome. Really, really cool. I'm so thrilled that he's my shout out. Series. He's throwing series yeah, out hey, there. Uh, Letter, Letter Kenny just no, dropped it, their I'm new working, season. <laughs> A shout out to my uh, brother-in-law Robert, who has uh, I've got his Amazon and his Disney Plus code. You, uh, which you just put yourself out there, man. Time. Disney hears. No, no. Who do you, you're allowed if to share. One of our phones is on. They just reported your ass. Yeah, they're allowed. You're allowed to share up to three or four. It doesn't yeah. matter what you do. Yeah. It's, it's over that. I bet they wish you did. And Paul's password. <laughs> uh, and we Show s- enough. We started yeah. that, uh, that underscore. That flea bag is amazing. Uh, I heard, keep hearing that's really you good. What you call me? <laughs> Dirtbag. What you uh, say about it? It won mama? the Emmys, and what apparently it's mama? gonna. Uh, the Golden Globes are Sunday, so it's gonna be interesting oh, wow. what, what wins. But I think the flea bag is supposed to win. And, and President uh, Obama came out with his uh, list. Oh, and it was yeah. the top one. And it, it's flea bag. I thought it was dirtbag. No, it's really bad. Very similar. That's kind of similar, though, right? I thought it was shitbag. <laughs> no, it's really funny. It's It was based on a one-woman show who just, I guess she goes up there on uh, stage and just 
uh, does her comedy and everything, and it's she's like this really cynical, huh. likable yeah, yeah, yeah. British woman who really? will look at the screen through the whole thing while she's interacting with someone, and then she'll look at the screen and talk to the camera, then then go back, and the other yeah. actors don't realize what she's doing, so it's very unique. Mm-hmm. But President Obama came out and said it was his best show. He put a list of a top That's 20. That's a good album. endorsement. So then, yeah. and they're only like 25 minutes each, and there's six episodes a season, and there's only two seasons. But he, it's got not, her, uh, he got her a third season. I watched, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we watched it. The second the list came out, I said, Obama said uh, his uh, top one was Fleabag, and I, I know it's on Amazon Prime, and there's nothing on right now. Let's watch it. We watched the first episode. Within the first two, within the first 45 seconds of the pilot episode she's in bed masturbating to president obama's speech and i was like how <laughs> fucked up is that i said is this the reason he picked that oh, of course it is. <laughs> so uh i thought that was hilarious but see, it, it's a really good show i like this show because <laughs> <laughs> but they have good taste that main character i think the inspiration they get is, is accurate. Yeah. It's very funny. But a good movie that I did see yesterday because I didn't realize it was even available on Hulu. And I, I saw it and I knew my wife. Uh, I know what to put on where she'll like drop the puzzle or drop the Time magazine or whatever the hell she's doing. And she got sucked into this movie. And it's probably the first movie I sucked her into in the last She still reads month. Time magazine? Uh, every week it comes out, man. She's wow, she's be, the one. She's uh, <laughs> well-versed in what's happening everywhere, I guess. But uh, that book smart. Uh, uh, it's like the female super bad, the one oh, Olivia Wilde directed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Holy crap! Because Kevin Smith had just done a pod with Scotty Mosier and said that they both fucking loved it, and then, so I saw that was available on uh, Hulu and I watched it. Oh my god, man! It really is like the female super bad. It's uh-huh. kind of a weird way to tag it, but yeah. the the uh, I'm sure the, they'll the, take it. The thicker girl <laughs> is totally Jonah Hill, and the other girl is totally Michael Sarah and everything, yeah. and it's them being like a couple geeks, but then Who's realizing. Olivia Wilde directed it, and her husband Jason Sudeikis was the principal in it. But other than that, it's he's, just a, it's a bunch awesome. of funny uh, young people. Billy Lord was in it, and she was hilarious. That's uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, she's in the American Horror Stories, and uh, obviously the Star Wars. But she was hilarious in it. She played fucked up through the whole thing, and it was really all about these two girls who were trying to they're they're trying to get into college so hard that they haven't had any fun and that last night is the one party so it's just oh. them first trying to figure out where the party is then going to the party and fit in and everything I saw the trailer and in it's the theater really shows. funny man it's unbelievably funny it, way more than the trailer and it was one of those trailers that looked really good but you've thought that it revealed everything mm-hmm. so yeah if you have Hulu check it out because yeah. it's really funny you uh, mentioned Michael Sarah. I watched uh, Year One. Oh, Year One yeah. I, I saw that once I didn't much care <laughs> for it I, I wanted it to be better I mean it's it's so <laughs> I wanted it yeah. to be better. It's I wanted it to be yeah, better. Me too, you know, but like, it's silly. So did Michael Sarah. Yeah, so did director. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Jack Black. He was like, this is, this is the greatest thing ever. Wow, he uh, keeps getting work. Yeah, well, he, he keeps said saying he's, he's retiring. retiring. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going on tour. He wants yeah. to go back I to think music. He's, I think he said the only way that he wants to do another movie is if Quentin Tarantino wants yeah, to come and take him. Oh, well, you know. I'm sure Quentin can yeah. do it. Well, that's what he Why needs wouldn't to do. He, he oh, needs to, to do take five up. years yeah, off. Dude. He needs to do fucked up and have everybody be like, whoa, wait yeah. a minute. Where did that come from? Yeah. yeah. He needs a star in that dirtbag show. Wait, that's not I want you to strap me to a tree. I don't care what I say to you. I'm going to say, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not. I will literally suck your dick <laughs> bring it over here let's get this done <laughs> that was one of his greatest roles uh, ever uh, I still haven't seen Jumanji either, the new Jumanji the second one I haven't either I heard yeah. that's great I'm giving I him a hard time great. but I really like him yeah. oh yeah yeah. 
So yeah, there's some good movies coming out, and, and the Uncut Gems I hear oh, is yeah. doing mm-hmm. awesome and everything. So I'd like to see a couple between the Golden Globes on Sunday and the Oscars, which I think the nominations come out in the next couple weeks. It's usually a couple weeks after the Golden Globes. So I'm interested in seeing uh, how the Golden Globes turns out with I'm always just interested in the ones that won one and didn't win the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the Golden Globes reason. is always the fun one to watch because it's where all the actors are like sitting at the tables yeah. with the other cast members right. and they're drinking. The, yeah. the, you don't drink at the Academy Awards. So it's the most, the best chance for someone to go up there and say inappropriate shit. Like when Jack Nicholson bent over and talked out of his ass that yeah. one time he won the did award. He? and Yeah, he did it like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And it just, he's such everyone always person. does some, some weird stuff. I watched The Departed again. Oh, yeah. The way he played him so disheveled, yeah, was was weird, but it worked. Yeah, it's an interesting because he choice. wasn't disheveled. The Whitey Bulger mm-hmm. was kind of dapper, it, from what I know about reading about yeah. him. Completely random. He was in my dream last night. Whoa. Which one? Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. <laughs> just Jack, Jack, Nich- yeah, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I, I was really weird. I don't know. He was. It was Quick, almost pull like, the headlines up. Something <laughs> happened to him. <laughs> yeah, right. It was almost like he was uh, Witches of Eastwick when he flings open the doors. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like freaky looking Jack Nicholson. Like, <laughs> which is most some, of the time. I guess <laughs> I had some fucked up dreams <laughs> last night. Did he <laughs> tell you to do anything? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Nick, I don't remember. Yeah. So. You guys, you didn't watch any good movies this uh, um, last couple. We watched Year One. Yeah, just Year One. That's it. <laughs> Let me yeah, think. I haven't um, seen anything all the way through. Like I said, I watched. Yeah. Uh, I binged Letterkenny. Yeah. Um, because it's only seven episodes and they're like twenty yeah. minutes. I did piece. watch. Um, I think I told you this. I watched Solaris again this oh. last week. Yeah, that's a good man. Movie. That's a trippy ass yeah. thinking movie. What a great which is movie. good. That's a good transition to the type. I, of I recommend three shots of bourbon. <laughs> yeah, <Ansel Lars. laughs> uh, yeah I, I love that movie it's it's even uh, it's, it's mind-blowing the first time you see it but it's one of those just as enjoyable the second time or a third time or a tenth time yeah. once you know what's the, happening the soundscape alone yeah. mm-hmm. i could probably if they had a isolated track yeah yeah i would clean the house to that have you seen the original the swedish version i didn't yeah you should check that out i, I, don't, I hear it's even better yeah yeah i, I want to like this one only well usually those types of movies like the vanishing is a good example of that they they turn out to be both really good for different reasons the dude we're about to talk about mm-hmm. this is a good segue that, that's why i said man <laughs> <laughs> i said because solaris that's why is, i did it <laughs> solaris is a thinking man's movie and this yeah. is a thinking man's director right here right uh, so I, t- yeah, today. So I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like all these movies, and one of these movies is on my top ten uh, of all time. And this is this is such an amazing director, and we've we've talked about a whole bunch on this pod. And this guy's he's there's like one I left off of here, and uh, other than that, he's just done like a short here and there. But his first one, no one's seen really, and uh, we haven't seen I haven't seen it in a long time. And that's uh, the great Christopher Nolan. Hell yeah. He sets the bar for some things. Yeah. Some certain storylines. Like five years older than me, which pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in yourself. <laughs> you got five years. Yeah, right? Hey, yeah, you don't know you what go. to do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Christopher Nolan, man, I, the, I saw, I learned about him early on because I was one of those people that saw him. Do you know Memento, where he came from? Uh, was no. he a music video dude or a... That I don't know. I know that's true about Fincher, but I don't know about Christopher Nolan, where he came from. If he was your age, that that would make sense. He's 70, 1970. I'm 75, so he's five years older than Yeah, me. so he would have been two years 
he would have been 18 in the 80s. Yeah. So he probably would have. That seems like a good time to have been a director. Yeah. I saw like a like so few people. I think I was one of those people that had initially heard about. I saw Memento three times in the theater because obviously you once you see it, you're like, holy crap! Did we see it for the first time together? In the Which theater? one? Memento. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know shit about it. I don't think either of us knew shit about it. And we got went in there, and within the first, and we're gonna start right off with this movie because this is 2000 uh, is where he just like slammed onto the scene because everyone was saying, and it's still probably the best screenplay but ever. He written. writes his own stuff. I Him think and his brother Jonathan. This is a huge distinction for this man. He doesn't do his all writing. Of them. He doesn't do all. Of I know he did, but yeah, so but a lot of me does. The, the stylistic ones. Yeah. He does, right? Yeah, the following, which was the one before Memento, that very few people have seen, and it was good. It was, it was very. I artsy. saw that with you. Uh, yeah, recently, I, I right? owned it. No, no, a long time ago because I've only seen it once. What? Well- what was the premise? It was about black that? and white, and yeah. it was it was a lot of people just he was just leaving the house and following people, and it was okay. it was that artsy yeah, yeah, yeah. look what I can do with a camera type of Who stuff. Who played the guy? Who played I don't the even dude? Know. I think it was a nobody. Uh, I can check it out here. Um, so yeah, basically he just started with yeah. with that movie. Yeah, Memento is kind of what he, he went to art school and just made a film. Yeah. Okay. And I think that was the following, and then it, then that led to well, he learned how a lot he of got done to. School, I Memento. guess it was Jeremy Theobald as the young man. Yeah. It, Never even it heard was very. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> but Memento. Memento's the uh, script every screenwriter wishes they could write. And I bet it's one thing about putting it on paper, too. Yeah. It's executing it in oh. a really ingenious way. Because when you, you would have to storyboard the oh, shit, yeah. hell oh, shit, this movie. Oh, yeah, to down dude. to a minute detail. You just write it all up and then just throw it in the air. And however it lands, it's like, <laughs> okay, that's how we're going to make the movie. Like, he, he got lucky because he got... He got three really good actors. He got Carrie Ann Moss. He got Joey Pants and Guy Pierce. Yeah. And Guy Pierce had already done L.A. Confidential, so he had already been like on the scene as a really good actor. And Joey Pants has been around. Forever. Oh, Joey Pants has been on forever. But those of you who are anyone who's seen Memento, when you when you start to watch that movie, it doesn't take more than like five minutes before you realize, holy shit! Not only do I, I have to put everything down, yeah. yeah, because you can't like half watch. No, yeah, not at all. You can when it's the tenth time. Yeah, when it's yeah. the tenth time you watch it. <laughs> Even then, though, like <laughs> now I've watched it so many times that I'm just waiting for the carry uh, the Carrie Ann Moss uh, to slam part the door. In the middle to oh, slam the door. that fucking bitch! <laughs> I like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I want to. Oh, yeah. I want to go right. That bitch to it. must die. <laughs> one, one thing I hate, and I, I, my morals are flexible. <laughs> but one thing I hate is fucking people over. Oh I yeah. Hate yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing if I know somebody, if I know or that about somebody, that somebody they, like yeah, that, that they, like, like con artists and people that fuck people over. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind. Listen, I may do some things, but I'll. You'll know my intentions are going to be <laughs> on a flag, yeah. <laughs> way up above my head. Dave's got the horns and the pitchfork right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to disguise myself as anybody else, but yeah. So right off, that that's what sucked me in. I was like, how do you not get fucked with yeah. when you have this yeah. disorder? Well, let's let's break down a little bit what's going on here. So Guy Pierce plays this actor. You're gonna have to ruin this one, I think. Well, I can take it to a certain point. Yeah. You know, it, just telling the premise is is probably good enough with this because it's very in, uh, ingeniously done. So Guy Pierce has a condition where he can only re- has like 10 minutes of memories. And to help him remember, he takes photographs, he writes on the Polaroids, he takes Polaroids, he writes on the Polaroids, uh, trust this guy, this is your car, don't trust this person, that type of stuff. This is your house, this is your apartment or whatever it is. But he also like writes or tattoos, tattoos like homemade tattoos all over his body. Yeah, Like he's working on his leg, he's already got his entire chest done. But the movie is 
told in this weird way and you don't realize this until you're going into it uh, well certainly when we saw it in the theater because it wasn't broadcast out there what this was it, all we knew is people say this is crazy yeah and if i hear that about a movie i want to go see it what year was this 2000, 2000. uh so that initial shot and you realize five minutes into the movie that you're watching basically the end of the movie and yeah. it's going to work backwards in a way where it works back to the beginning but literally you're watching 10 minutes at a time and then the next 10 minutes will start which is the end of the last 10 minutes and work its way up to that yeah and then the next 10 minutes will work its way up to that it's it's very ingenious but the way they did it with the gun you know he yep. ends up shooting uh somebody at the beginning but the yeah. gun instead of uh the bullet him going dropping out, the gun, the it gun goes back through. The gun goes right up to his hand from the ground to his hand. Yeah. And so you realize not only are we gonna watch the movie backwards, he's gonna experience it backwards and we're gonna see the director of photography shoot it backwards. Yeah. It's <laughs> and fucking insane. And it sounds dude. complicated and it is, but it's thoroughly enjoyable once your brain connects with how it's I think going. he did a great job. I think he wanted you to sort of empathize with the lead role absolutely like, oh yeah you don't know well, what's going somebody, on he doesn't know what's yeah somebody going on. so and what happened was somebody murdered his wife yeah. and and they either hit him in the head or they shot yeah. him in the head and that's he, what he gave went up him, against the mirror remember he hit his head on the mirror that's right yeah. and so like the last thing he remembers is like every every morning when he wakes up the first thing he remembers is watching his wife die yeah you know what i mean because that's the last thing that he like functionally yeah. remembers um, be, and that, point that would on, be a bad one. Oh, I think. that would be fucking. But terrible, he loses it, dude, which is like. interesting because you're watching these, uh, you're watching these ten minute intervals, uh, and you can see it. And this is the great guy Pierce that's able to accomplish this. Is you can actually see it on his face when you realize he doesn't know what's going on. Now. Yeah. If he's been in a situation for longer ten minutes, he has to look around and ask somebody, "Do you know how I got here?" And everything. A good scene is like at the bar. Yeah. With- where Carrie Ann Moss spits into his drink. Yeah. And then serves it to him, and then his mind goes blank and doesn't realize she. She did it and just yeah. drinks it away and then yeah. she realizes how fucked up and manipulative this guy could be uh yeah i like the uh the bartender i think is uh mark boone jr yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. the guy from uh sons of Aranarchy. yeah he's yeah. great he's from uh seven stinky man oh yeah. stinky man. <laughs> um but also, I love uh, Stephen Tobolowski's oh, role Stephen Tobolowski's as, as Sammy. Like very, like, yeah, Sammy Jenkins. Oh, my gosh, you hear dude. about Sammy Jenkins? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joey Pants is great in this, man. Yeah. He's, he's really good. But, yeah, that, that's it's heartbreaking, the Stephen Tobolowski uh, stuff, him oh. and, with him and his wife. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's really heartbreaking. Diabetes. Yeah. And it's, it's such an amazing movie that it really, more than any other movie that you could probably ever say that was ever made in that the audience is a major participant in watching it. Oh, yeah. I mean, is there any other movie that makes the audience work as hard as they do, as Memento does? Um, Maybe Solaris. Solaris is it's not no. quite there. Maybe uh, Fight Being Club. John Malkovich, Fight maybe Club. Fight Club a little bit. Yeah, Fight Club uh, is good. Yeah, Being John Malkovich a little bit uh, to that extent. Um, but it, it's really great because it doesn't <laughs> take you long. Open Water does that. <laughs> 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 Well, there's, there's a couple more on the list there. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, sure. this was a staple for Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan, I always called him a, uh, a very cerebral director because he really does make you think about movies. There's ones on here you don't have to. Obviously, the Batman movies aren't as kind of uh, heady as, uh, say, Insomnia but or Inception. He's got, or, he's got some on there that are straight-up action movies. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Someone just saw his talent and his style. Because the difference is he brings two things to the table. Yeah. Really stylized yeah. filming techniques and then really unique story yeah. structure. It reminds me of the guy the guy that's doing Dune, who also did Blade Runner 2049 and the Hereditary and uh, uh, Midsommar guy, who are two high-end mm-hmm. directors right now that have a completely unique style that are that are taking their time and picking their projects very wisely so that will go with kind of their style. And I, I really appreciate that because Christopher Nolan came out like on the scene during a lot of uh, new directors that seemed to be like pushing the envelope of what they do. Because Christopher Nolan is very similar to Fincher. Fincher started with obviously music videos and did Alien 3, but once the game hit, uh, and then obviously Fight Club and Seven. He was that holy crap director that you need to see all his stuff. And yeah. I, I, a lot of people kind of compare Christopher Nolan and David Fincher because they're Soderbergh too. They're very similar. I feel a way about Soderbergh. 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 Yeah, but he doesn't do as much now. He used to do a he lot doesn't. back then. I think he has a new movie coming out though. Now that uh, you mention it, I think I had just seen a trailer for something that he had done or he produced maybe. Oh, Narc is another movie that brings the mix. The yeah, I don't the, know what that director ever went not, go for. Uh, a crazy ride in Rush. Yeah, they do, but I, I'm more saying that you have to actually figure shit out more than uh, that's just you kind of you're on that roller coaster and you you put your arms up in the air with Narc. Yeah, and you just kind of go through it. I mean, there is some heady parts to it when you figure out what the little well, twist is. What it did, I was never, I've never been a part of that world. Yeah, and just to see into that world, you almost experience yeah. things. Have you seen Narc? No. Oh, you should watch it, man. Yeah. It's a head trip, man. And it's a yeah. cop, gritty it's like cop movie. Undercover Texas trying to... Ray Liotta, Ray Li- Jason Patrick. Uh, oh, Narc? I yeah. was going to say oh, Rush. You, oh, Rush. I was Rush, about Rush. Rush is kind of depressing, though. Narc isn't as depressing. Narc is not as depressing. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Memento, you can't do better, man. I mean, I, I can understand no. there are some film, some moviegoers that Is this in your top 10? Is this the one that's in your no, top 10? No, no, not this You one. know, I, honestly, though, I would probably say that it, like of a, a definitive list, it would probably make my top 10. Really? Yeah. Just because it would make it, my top 25. Just because like when I saw it... like. Like, yes, Quentin Tarantino does the fractured timeline yeah. thing, and you know what I mean? But I mean, when he, I saw it... He was the king of that. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I don't want to take away from that, but when I, saw, Mo- yeah, when I saw Memento, <laughs> though, I yeah. was just like, holy shit, I've never seen anything yeah. like this And it could have went you badly. Know? You know, oh, yeah, when, when you're yeah, making that movie, yeah. and you you really got to have people on your side that are like, you sure this is going to work? You know, yeah. Because yeah. this would be a good story to hold the other I mean, way. If Riding it was storyboarded like, right, Dolomite you could tell it was work if it was storyboarded right. Yeah. Or at That's, least during the during the first draft preview of the of it to to yourself, you would be like, "Oh man, this is going to be wild." And yeah. People are going to be pissed, and some people are going to love it because this is the type of thing that if you're not that type of person that wants to be fully engaged in a movie, then this isn't for you. I, I think I can honestly say I've never run into a person who said like, "Oh, that movie was terrible." Watching him blank terrible, out, terrible. No, my wife not realizing like it, was just crazy. Yeah, too. yeah. He's looking around. Got to find a pencil. Got to find a pencil. Got to find a yeah. pencil. And then, Boom! And he's like, "What?" Yeah. What's going on? And she comes in crying and oh. And my wife wasn't a huge fan of this, but I can guarantee you if this was a TV show she would be, which is a really fucked up thing. It would be a cool <laughs> miniseries. Yeah. Uh I mean it would be a good miniseries. Be a really could, be you, a really cool movie though. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did that, I, happen, did that happen 15 minutes ago? <laughs> What's really We crazy? should have done the pod backwards. Ooh. In 15 minutes. Who says we aren't doing it? Hello the- and welcome. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the editing power. He can do whatever he wants. Let's start with number 10. Except I get, yeah. I'm spinning my totem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> All right. So the, uh, before we get to that guy, yeah. uh, 
This next one, and he, it looks like he puts out a movie every two to three years. Uh, looks oh, like what a great um, life, making movies for a living yeah, every two or three years. Every two to three years, spend that much out. time on a project and then be rid of it and start well, something new. And he and his brother own that syncope company. Oh, yeah, that's, that's him. That's their yeah, company. Nice. And after this next movie, it was like big budgets all the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this one is, I mean, this one had big actors, but it wasn't as big as obviously the the Batman franchise, but uh, 2002, and like I said, I was always in with the, uh, Christopher Nolan because the second Memento came out, I was like, all right, what's his next movie? And his next movie, 2002, two years later, Insomnia. Yeah. And Insomnia is, man, what's crazy is probably half of Christopher Nolan's movies would be on my top 100 for sure. Uh, one of them made my top ten. I uh, would make my top ten because I just think it's so uh, amazing uh, and enjoyable to watch. But Insomnia is one of the ones that you and me, for sure, have always loved. It, it, it's in my top 20. Yeah. I wouldn't list because, to be honest with you, there's only three movies that I watch every year yeah. like clockwork. One is JFK. Mm-hmm. Another one is uh, Zodiac, mm-hmm. and this is the third one. Really, I just love the feeling Everything of about where it. they are yep. in the at environment. I mean, Al Pacino was absolutely amazing, yep. and it everybody was absolutely Robin amazing. Yeah. Robin yeah. Williams I, was next level. I saw for him. this once. I don't really remember it, but I remember it's like in Alaska where it's yeah. like daylight all the time, right? Yeah, and that's kind of like the it's, insomnia it, the, thing. Yeah, well, which the, is which is so secondary to what the story is. You well, know? oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's a it's a character in the story. Yeah, mm. it is. It is a character in the story. It, it has it has a major effect on Al Pacino, and he plays it brilliantly. And he really does. I always said that this was one of my it's, top favorite Al Pacino movies that he ever did. And that's a hard statement because Al Pacino's done so much good stuff. It, but if you yeah. watch this movie and you just watch Al Pacino through this whole movie going on, and it, it's intense and it's really special what he's kind of brought into it because the movie starts with him going through like Everybody's a great. tremendous Swank amount of shit. This, um, um, Nikki Katz. <laughs> Nikki Katz. Even the police chief. Hillary, the guy, Hillary uh, Swank. The, the you say police, Hillary Swank? Hillary mm-hmm. Swank, yeah. Yep. Then the police chief. Was uh, uh, Paul Dooley? Yeah, yep, Paul Dooley was great in this, and uh, the Dunaman guy that he's going to be yeah, in uh, Tenant is his partner. Yep. So that's is the connection that Christopher Nolan has with him that he Spec. has worked with him. He waited long enough. Uh, the next, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> that's what he said. I'm not, I'm not jumping forward, but the next movie we talk about, <laughs> the he's got for the six movies in a row, he has uh, the same actor. Oh wow! In it, I mean, why not? Yeah, if you have access to him, and, and apparently did. Yeah. Do you know who it is? I do. I think I do. Who? Go ahead. You can. You can. You can uh, we're, we're going back to Insomnia, but go ahead. What actor? It's not DiCaprio. No, he's only done one movie with DiCaprio. Is it Christian Bale? No. Oh, no. Okay. Three movies. Six movies in a row. After this movie, Michael Caine. Uh huh. Okay. That's all nuts. six. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Uh, all right, but Insomnia. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> it's almost a compulsion now when I hear his name. I have to say, it's like Cartman from when he started singing Sailing. Remember he had to finish the whole song? I'm sailing. And he does it really fast. It's like, what a terrible song to have to do that to. We tie up Dave and say, Michael Caine and Robert Lojan. Robert Lojan. Robert Lojan. Robert Lojan. You broke Dave, Paul. I would do that to me. <laughs> Tell us the the premise of I don't Insomnia. Want to. <laughs> you, you know Insomnia. Oh, so. I mean, basically, we're only dealing with ten movies today. Well, Pacino. So, so Pacino's to sort of a dirty, not yeah. dirty cop. I mean, dirty cop. Yeah, he is a dirty cop. Basically, and his partner knows it, and his partner knows it, and he's and internal fails is cl- internal affairs is closing in. So what the 
chief does is send them on special assignment to someone he worked with before in Alaska. And what, what's his partner? I keep getting his. It is Martin. I want to call him Mark Donovan. It's Martin Donovan. Martin Donovan. Uh, Martin Donovan's biggest problem is he 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 comes right out and tells Al Pacino. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to testify against. I'm going to cut a deal. <laughs> I'm going to cut wow. a deal. Why even tell like, him? That? Yeah. Why would you fucking tell Keep him? Keep in the dark. Y- you know, I'm I with have you, a Al. Gun, right? <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to get your back now. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that would have fixed all the problems in this movie. Really? Well, yeah. maybe because yeah. <laughs> it would have. Maybe I. I mean, I have that one. You can have your scene. opinion of that moment. Yeah. Well, take us up to there. Okay. So basically, they fly in by. So I guess from L.A. you fly to like Anchorage, and then from Anchorage you take like a little puddle jumper that has like the pontoons on the bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the opening shot of this movie is gorgeous, just beautiful. It's like glaciers, it's just glaciers everywhere. It's just a, and just the two of them sort of they do some dialogue to catch you up to speed of where they're at about why they're up there you know he had a newspaper you know and then they have this little argument so he already knew going there mm-hmm. that it was going to be problems mm-hmm. but then they get up there and they had this teenage girl that got murdered and that's why they're up there to help solve it yeah and uh it guess it doesn't happen there and so they think he can really <laughs> i love when he's gonna go to the school he yeah says, yeah let's, let's go, go to the school. school let's go to the yeah, school it's, 10 it's like 10 o'clock at night yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no this I is what he that. does he goes no it's even funnier than that He's like, let's go pull my school. He's like, it's 1030. He's like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, at night. Yeah. <laughs> His response, yeah, I heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's her name? Played brilliantly. The girl from News Radio, Mar- Mara. Yep. Sir- yeah. Mari- uh, Mara. Uh, Tierney. Uh, Tierney. Yep. Like just had a, they had a News Radio marathon yesterday what? On, oh, uh, on Antenna TV. Huh. Like for 24 hours. Did it carry over from uh, uh, Hartman to the other guy? I didn't watch it that Love it. long. But it was all the, the Phil Hartman That's when the I was watching ticket. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a great show. Jimmy James, man. Oh. Joe Rogan. Joe most Rogan. famous podcaster in the world. <laughs> He's on like episode like 875 or oh, something. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's nuts. <laughs> he has to go to the bank every yeah. day for each one just to clear just, space for his money. He just <laughs> the has next the bank day. right yeah. next door. Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, so he has to figure out the who killed this girl. And I love those quick cuts where at the morgue when he, he says it's not in the report that he washed her fingers, that he clipped her nails. But when he's talking about this, they're showing it, you know, and uh-huh. I, I love that yeah. in the scene. Yeah. Yeah. the way they yep. film that and ultimately it comes down to them doing that thing with the book bag you know where they plant the book bag and then get it out there on the news and everything that they found a book bag uh or they're looking for a book bag and they hoping that this will flush the killer out mm-hmm. that uh they'll put the book bag back where they found it yeah. hoping that he'll show up and pick it up it was a great location really great them. location oh. the, the whole scene the whole movie was just cinematically just uh, unbelievably shot i wonder if there's a scene where, right when the bullhorn goes off, yeah. and they spook Robin Williams, yeah. Robin Williams escapes, and they don't know how. When yeah. they rush the house, mm-hmm. they show that little tunnel yeah, that runs underneath, and whoever the actor was, whether it was a stuntman or Al Pacino, instead of waking, taking the time to climb the ladder down there, just literally jumps oh, fuck. through the hole... 10 feet past a metal ladder into oh. like a rocky like yeah. oh he didn't man. know it was even in there it was it was crazy. like whoa somebody and then the, just did that yeah well, then the run across the yeah. the logs and everything oh and, yeah somebody did that yeah <laughs> but that scene in the fog that scene in the fog was such a pivotal scene in this movie because 
you thought you were watching this clear-cut cops versus the serial killer thing. Right. But during the fog scene where no one kind of knows what's going on, what happens, and I'll spoil this part uh, for sure, is uh, Pacino is looking for Robin Williams, and either he did this intentionally or he did it accidentally. He ends up shooting his partner. Mm. It seems weird that it would be accidentally since his partner we've already exposed that his partner is going to be the downfall to him once they get back from this assignment but i feel like it really was an accident i I feel like it was yeah i feel like it was Um, now i feel like when he you know realized what he did he was kind of like goshen shoots that like dog or the bear bear, and it was a bear yeah well i I think he did it on accident just because he ran up to him on a genuine concern and then he saw that the other guy was afraid of him yeah he's like he probably didn't even think twice about it well the most important part there is robin williams witnessed it yeah Yeah. so then robin williams calls him and and has starts this dialogue with him like i I know what you did i I saw you kill your partner uh and you're just like me type of thing which obviously he doesn't want to fucking hear it was it was a twist because it was a major they end up meeting up and he doesn't arrest him yeah yeah they he was like all right and al pacino goes that next level uh to you like we were saying he shoots the he shoots the he he shoots the, the bear. He plants the gun in Robin Williams' yep. floorboards. Yep. Shoots this bear. Digs the bear, uh, the bullet out of the bear, and puts it into in evidence. evidence. Yeah. So it will connect that. Hey, he. But Robin then Williams Robin Williams is one up on him. Though. Yeah. He's he's a novelist, so he's been writing crime novels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how he met the girl. She was a fan. Came on his book signings, and he got all creepy on her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it it was amazing. It was it a was different really role good. for him. Absolutely, he, had, he hadn't done one hour photo yet, right? They were, they came out like the exact same wow, time. He just had, oh, yeah, he had some demons. Just, he yeah, needed to purge. Yeah. I think year. I don't know. Maybe they were filmed years apart, and they just still fl- released them like he that. He had some demons. And one we hour, know he had some demons. Yeah, one I hour mean, photo was all right. Tried to drown them uh, in cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that works. Um, <laughs> one hour photo was all right, but it wasn't on the level of insomnia. No, of course not. No, but I don't even think I own. It was him being fucked up though. No, it was good. He he looked like Les Nesman in that movie, and he just was creepy as shit. The whole thing. He was creepy. But uh, yeah, Insomnia was was next level uh, on every level. The the directing, the acting, the cinematography, yeah. the music, uh, I, the music, just the soundscape. I think Hans Zimmer does all of Nolan's music. I'd have to check that did up. He but do I'm Die pretty Hard? sure. Uh, no, Die Hard. No, I don't know who did the Die Hard music. I thought the bad guy was named Hans Zimmer. No, that's Hans <laughs> Gruber. Gruber. <laughs> Damn it, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I think Hans, Hans Zimmer is the uh, because he does the Batman stuff. I'm pretty sure, and that's where we're going next. So, well, isn't that convenient? It is. <laughs> it's isn't almost that like you it like. <laughs> uh, and it's great that they gave it to him. It's great that he took it. Because he really did the best, he did the best by the Batman kind of character within those three movies. Uh, I was a little uh, disappointed with the third one, and we'll get more into that when we talk about it. I, I mean, the second one is is up there with one of the best superhero movies ever made, and the the first one, I mean, it's great origin. It's great origin story and what happens, and uh, a lot of great locations. He filmed in Iceland and. In that movie, the first one's when he trains a lot, with, uh, right? With yeah, with Le- uh, Liam Neeson. Qui Gon. I was going to say Qui Gon Jinn, but I think that's his, isn't that his character in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Liam no, his name is uh, Raja Ghul. Uh, well, no, that's who he became. Remember? Uh, but is that is Liam Neeson in number one? Yeah. Okay. He, he's the one who trained him and everything that ends up turning out to be spoiler, but it's Batman. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows by now. Uh, he turns out name. to be Raja Ghul, and at the beginning, you thought it was Ken Watanabe yeah, was Raja Ghul, and yeah. it really wasn't. 
it was uh, Liam. But yeah, it looks like Hans Zimmer's done all of his yeah, movies. I, I had a feeling that he And like a shit ton more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's, a, he's great. He's great. Oh, yeah. He's Why great. would you ever, especially if they're multi-talented between like soundscapes and like orchestral stuff? <laughs> yeah. we, were on Je- we were watching Jeopardy last night and they asked, uh, they said... Uh, he's still here uh, with us? Yep. Yeah, he's still here with us. He, he does a whole special this morning on Good Morning America. But uh, the question was involving composers and everything and I the question came up and my wife started laughing because it's the fastest you ever had seen someone answer a question. Like it was the composer's question, and the fr- and the first word was Steven Spielberg, and I screamed John Williams. <laughs> and she's like, "You're not gonna read the rest of the question." I said, "I don't need it." <laughs> oh, really funny. But Batman Begins, uh, I loved it. 2005 yeah. came out, and we hadn't seen a good Batman movie really since '89. Yeah. Since '89, Batman, because yeah. the everyone. After that was the that Michael was Keaton subpar. one, right? It was the Michael yeah. Keaton one, and it was great, and it still holds up in uh, in my eyes. And he the, did too, though, right? Uh, he did too, and yeah. Batman Returns was was decent. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as good as the '89 Batman, yeah. and then it just they, they it shit came. It wasn't after George that. Clooney Batman, yeah, yeah, or uh, Val Kilmer, or it was it was horrible. So somebody needed to come Who's in. Who's the next one? Patterson, Pattinson. Pat- yeah, that's the next one. Yeah, and he'll yeah. do a fabulous job. Uh, and it's directed by the uh, really great director too, the guy who does uh, Let Me In uh, okay. and the uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Uh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when Batman Begins came out, I thought Christian Bale was the perfect, uh, the perfect kind of Bruce Wayne for that time. I still am always, I always makes me kind of giggle and just shake my head with the with the Batman voice that he does. It still bothers. Where me. is she? It's like he's yeah, he's like doing his uh, like a Clint Eastwood impression. And, but I get it. I mean, obviously, he's going to have to... He has to disguise, disguise his, voice. his voice. But Why I not do it a Put something, bit. like, on yeah, your throat, exactly. you know, that alters it, and then you could computerize it. Well, that's what they did awesome with, the, um, with the Ben Affleck one. He, oh, did they? I didn't yeah, know that. He, his suit gave him... He still him, sounded stupid, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he still sounded like Christian Bale. That's because you know? the, the voice they were starting with was... <laughs> <laughs> you can't amplify but yeah, they had anything if it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Ben. Yeah, I, see, and I remember when this came out, I wasn't very... Was this 2004? Five. Five. Yeah. I wasn't super familiar with Christian Bale. I knew American Psycho and like... I, yeah, we had watched American Psycho. And I hated him in that movie because of his role. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I'm able to separate myself. Dave has that problem too, where he will literally hate that actor. Yeah, no, for <laughs> real. Like, no, but I love him in that movie. I, I know, yeah, but I know. If, if we go back to like... Uh, I don't know what that says about me <laughs> as a person. But, no, but like... I've the, had uh, this argument. I've had to defend American Psycho more than any movie. Oh yeah, I'm sure. You. Well, I'm talking more of like just the loathing the actor, but oh. realizing like the uh, the president's wife in 24, oh, yeah. how hate her. You hate <laughs> her, great, but she's so great. And like yeah. Christian Bale, I hate yeah. him, but he's and, great. And so when I was you know seeing this movie, that was like my reference of him, and I was just like already like. Dude, yeah. I, I am not a fucking fan of this guy. And by the end of the movie, I was like, yeah. okay, no, that was fucking. Immediately great. when you I know, saw, like, when I heard about it, I was like, well, he looks just like Bruce Wayne would look. I mean, he <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. like John Hamm. I'm it surprised. It was a good John, movie though. John Hamm's oh, yeah. too old. They missed the boat on uh, John Hamm. They yeah. should have got John Hamm Is early, early on. Yeah, he's too fucking old, man. No. For Batman, yeah, you need some. I mean, I think Robert. It, unless you just want to do a one shot, or if you want to do that Dark Knight Returns story, which is him elderly, the age Batman, the age Batman, which should be Michael Keaton. Uh then you is have your subtle else. way of putting him out there. Oh yeah, that would be so fucking. That, great. That's my dream I'm, right there. I don't have many dreams for movies uh, that are possibilities with uh, 
with storylines that are yeah. going to come out. He wants Willy Wonka to be done in the savory world. <laughs> That's one of his dreams. <laughs> uh, Biscuits <laughs> and gravy. <laughs> and garlic, you see. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, what just happened? <laughs> Let's just like, check when, for a tattoo. Is this real? <laughs> and it's not uh, just like Christian Bale in this. I mean, you got Michael Caine playing Alfred, who yeah, is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I loved... The uh, uh, Lucius Gary. Fox. You have uh, Morgan Freeman playing Lucius yeah. Fox, and who's a great. Wasn't it. Gary Oldman? The, Gary Oldman played Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Really, the, uh, really amazing. The guy from Twenty Eight Days Later. Uh, oh, he was Scarecrow. Was Scarecrow? Yeah, it was Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. I forgot Scarecrow. Scarecrow was basically, cool. they kind of had the weak villain syndrome in they this did. in this movie because yeah. Qui Gon Qui Gon's like. He, he's good in like the cartoons and stuff. Do you remember him in the old like yeah. uh, the Adventures of Batman cartoons and everything? He was good. That, that's the series where they really you got to know every Batman ca- villain there ever was. Yeah. They used them all. I mean, if there was ever a superhero movie that I've kept up with more than anything else, yeah. it's probably the Batman. Yeah, yeah. that or X Men, probably. Yeah, that or X Men. But the really in like the Batman mythos. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn's daughter is even, uh, or not qui I keep calling him that. Raja Ghul's daughter is even more of a formidable villain in the, the Batman mythos yeah. than he is. So it's interesting that they started with him. But I love the Scarecrow. I thought they could have done a lot more with him. But the the ending, I absolutely love. The idea of drugging the city so everyone's on like the craziest insane acid that you've yeah. ever seen. And he was seeing people's faces and they're just like changing. And yeah. I love the mask for the Scarecrow. Yeah. So, and, and Killian Murphy always had that ability to to kind of be creepy as shit and uh christopher nolan goes back to using him uh very very well in inception uh later on he's the one that they actually got to go into his head uh, right later on who's who's the one um that's like the mafia boss that ends up going to the psychiatric hospital and when scarecrow comes in he's like oh doc you gotta help me i'm going insane i yeah. want to end it da, da, da. and he's like he's like do you want to see my mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you nice. should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, who was the? Oh, who, who was, was the mob the, boss? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to remember Can't his remember. name because he's a great actor. Yeah, um, yeah. Pull him up because I'm sure uh, I would know him. And they took the they took his suit and the stuff to a next level in this movie. Yeah, they did. They got rid of the nipples. Yeah, his, his, <laughs> his toys were great. Yeah, he had his some, toys were great. The Batcave was great. The idea of uh, I like Wilkinson. the fact that he's a billionaire. What's that? Tom Wilkinson. Oh, Tom Wilkinson. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. From Michael yeah. Clayton. Yeah. Uh, um, and also Mark Boone Jr. is in this one. He's the partner. The guy from Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Sticky Man? Sticky yeah. Man. Man, he's... He's, uh, he's, 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 come back he's today. huge in Sons of Anarchy. Is like, he? really big. Okay. Uh, I've never seen the series, but Glad I know he's big it. in it. But I saw the first series. Th- this was well, well done, man. I love the origin of him, you know, uh, building the Bat Cave as a little kid being affected by him. Yep. And... This was also that movie where they did that actor shift, the actress shift from the first one to mm-hmm. the second one, where it started with Katie Holmes and then they changed it to uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, which was a great change because I, I'm not really a Katie Holmes fan, so I thought she could only have been done better with another although, actress in the role. Although, give her props, I did see a movie that I forgot about and it was The Gift again. Yeah, The Gift. And did you rewatch sh- it recently? It's good. Yesterday. Yeah, it, it's better than I remember. Yeah. I was, Holy shit, it's better than I remember. I was disturbed by, obviously, the Blue Diamond Katie scene, was, but yeah. it was... Uh, that was such a re- small part. Rewatching it, it I, I didn't realize how small of a thing it was, yeah. Yeah. 
the movie doesn't even take shape yeah. really till yeah. halfway through. She's good in some movies. The, the Pieces of April is a movie uh, that she's in that I always enjoyed. It was a very indie movie that she Pieces did. Pieces of April, but sounds I, like a horror movie. I don't like either one of them. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Katie Holmes or yeah, uh, really? Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I just, I, I just don't. I thought I Maggie don't. Gyllenhaal was great in Donnie Darko. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. Well, she Sec- was young. She was too. good in Secretary uh, too. Yeah, that's kind of a difficult movie to watch, though. Really? It's, yeah, it's not it's like not a, oh, I'm gonna fan, sit down and apparently. enjoy, enjoy, <laughs> and it's not like, but it's not even normal S and M. It's, it's like, domination. It's degrading, like yeah, shit. And yeah, I don't need to see that. Uh, <laughs> but this this had all the action. You knew right then that he, and it was I think exposed right when he came to this movie that he was gonna have a trilogy and that he, he yeah. was gonna this was gonna be his movie. And then, and I'm gonna jump to the next one here. This is the one on my top ten. Uh, I absolutely oh, yeah. fucking love 2006 The Prestige. See, I Holy don't know if I've seen crap, this. Crap, The Prestige Whew. was good, man. God damn. Great Christian sto- Bale. The storyline. Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman are competing magicians. During and, the turn of the story. Oh, the and one of them has like the disappearing yeah, man. Yeah, or something. Yeah, then yeah, one yeah. has the better disappearing. Yeah. The original disappearing man. Well, remember, yeah. they go. he actually goes to Nicholas Tesla, who's played yeah. by David Bowie, David Bowie, to figure wow. out. Brilliantly by David Bowie. Brilliantly. Uh, by David, everybody Bowie. did. Michael awesome Caine, job. everybody uh, in this was entire amazing movie. in this. Uh, who was the uh, Scarlett Johansson? Yep. Really good was one of the too. wives. I think she was I, the one that went between them. Yeah, she was the the presenter. I think uh, I get this one mixed up with the Illusionist. With Edward yeah, I didn't Norton. like the Illusionist. Yeah. Uh, I was this one and was that came out the exact shelf. same time. It was one of those Wyatt Earp Tombstone type uh, yeah. things. They came. They out. rushed. Be first. Yeah. Yeah, one, yeah, this and one I hear won. the. Uh, uh, it's probably not bad. I didn't remember. I, I can't remember. I know I've seen it. it had uh, Ed Norton and uh, Paul Giamatti in it. I mean, they're both, both heavyweights. So, but the Prestige. Wow, this was next level. And I, I don't want to give out the complete ending. We can give out the uh, a little bit into it and everything. But that's what it's like. The turn of the century. You've got these two guys who are like massive. Might even magicians. be earlier than the turn of the century. Maybe like. It, it looks post Wild West, but it could be like yeah. It's London, isn't it? It's London, yeah, yeah. probably in like the eighteen nineties. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would guess it was. So, and it's what's interesting about this. It's the two magicians who were trying to one up each other with a better trick, and what's his name starts doing Christopher um, Christian Chris. Bale starts doing tricks, and it's really. It's obs- uh, Hugh Jackman gets obsessed with trying to figure out how he's doing this. He's like, it's the greatest trick I've ever seen. I haven't seen it. And then obviously Hugh Jackman figures out a much better trick that he learns from uh, from the Tesla kind of character later on. And remember this, uh, our guy from uh, Age of Ultron, the guy with the arm from uh, Andy Serkis. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Andy Serkis is yeah. really good at this too. Remember he... He goes to meet him before he goes to see Tesla, and he shows. Remember the whole field lights up yeah. with the lights, and there's no wires or anything attached to him. And he's like, "What the hell? How are you doing this?" So it was very, very interesting to watch these guys go back and forth with each other. Uh, I'm gonna have to go rewatch this because uh, I remember it so being good, really good, it and like amazing. I know there's a twist, but I, I'm not even sure if I remember it. Uh, it's, it's when he like comes outside and twist. sees the pile of top hats. Well, they'll give the twist away. I'm not. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. That doesn't give anything away. Okay. That's a bunch of hats Uh, on the ground. That's it. (laughs) You ruined it, Dave. Now I don't need to. Well, there's there's a double twist. There is a double twist. There's a twist with Christian Bale, and then there's a twist with Hugh Jackman. And it's both how they're doing their tricks right. are like mind-blowingly well. But as the audience, you know one of the tricks, and then you don't know the other trick. Uh And even, uh, even Michael Caine early on, when he 
when he tries to find out from Michael Caine what's the trick, he's he's not doing the trick. It's real. It's real magic. Right. And, and everything. And he, he's not completely wrong. Right. <laughs> when he says that, but it uh, it's so absolutely amazingly done and satisfying as a moviegoer when you realize because I think they they get you with the Christian Bale thing first. And Was then, the wife the one from Red Eye or Nixon Frost Nixon? Um. Yes, yeah, she was from Frosty. She, she was great. really good, and that was a uh, an element in the movie too, where he was uh, Christian Bale was kind of courting that really uh, uh, great actress, Rebecca Hall. Yep, Rebecca Hall. 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 Yep. Yeah, uh, she was really good in this. And Scarlett Johansson was great in this too. So was she the assistant? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that thing with the bird. <laughs> Remember, that's oh. the first time she sees the Christian Bale character, and she has like a young son, and he does that trick where he's got a cage and he flattens it and the bird disappears and the kid starts crying he's like no he's alive here see him and everything and then later on you realize no they're killing these birds yeah yeah <laughs> he just scrapes one out of the cage uh, i mean that i guess that's an easy enough trick well there is no give trick. a shit about animals yeah. back then you know there were I, no I love michael Caine's kind of like explanation of what the prestige is first there's this you know the hook yeah i think mm-hmm. it's what it's called second is yeah. something i can't remember what the, the second part the, was like first was like the presentation yeah like here it is. Yeah. The next is that I'm going to show a little bit, yeah. and then yeah. I mean, I watched, I watched a guy in New Orleans doing tricks yeah. for the crowd and just oh, taking donations. Tonight he show wasn't and Alan con- has, has him on there all the time, and you'll never guess what they do it. I stood and watched. I even looked sideways at it just to see if I could catch something I wouldn't. I couldn't figure out no, how I was it's, doing it's, it. People are next level good. And at there, that remember, stuff now. there was that one kid that we hung out with. Yeah. Um, yeah. That used to do the coin tricks. Yeah, yeah. And he would go like this. You would sit in, at the bar. He'd drink in a beer with yeah. him, and he'd hold the coin up. He'd go like this. The coin would be gone, and he'd say, "Where's the coin?" And he'd say, "It's under your glass." Yeah. It's weird. And it'd be under your glass, and I was like, "He must be. He has to." I didn't see him put it under there. No. And I watched. <laughs> it's like, is he planning on doing this trick way before he's going to do this trick type of thing? Because one of the most amazing things I had seen, there was a uh, that special that uh, about David Blaine. And David Blaine was going to different celebrities' houses. He went to Jamie Foxx's house, went to Katy Perry's Dude, house. Harrison but Ford. The, the Harrison Ford one. Told him to get the fuck yeah, out yeah. of my house. And that's exactly what I'm talking really? about. That's exactly what he said. So he's doing a couple trips for Harrison Ford. And it was They they were good tricks. It was, it was blowing his mind. But at one point, he tells him, there's a fruit ball there, and he says, Cut into a piece of fruit, and he's like, "What fruit? Any yeah. any fruit you got there?" He picks so an orange. He, he picks like an orange or something like that, and he, he makes a cut in it, and he makes another cut, and he pulls out the the playing card that he had just shown him disappear and yeah. everything. And that's when Air Force says, "Get the fuck out of my house!" Like, and like he's serious. <laughs> like you can tell he's like nervous, and yeah. he's looking at him, and he's just like. I don't know what you just did. Yeah, he like, was... Get out. off my plane! <laughs> <laughs> he was really uh, taken aback uh, by it. And it, it blew my mind, too. And it, that type of stuff, I love watching it. I can, I understand its tricks and everything, but uh, it's amazing to, to see done. I, I particularly love the scene where... Uh, Michael Caine tells Hugh Jackman to go to that Chinese theater and watch that guy with the the water jug. Remember, and you realize that it's between his legs and the type of commitment that it takes. And that's what he realizes. You know, it you have to live it. You know, you have to pull that trick when you're going to the grocery store because he's like 
because that Chinese guy is supposed to be this l- decrepit kind of slowly walk thing, and it's he's not decrepit. He's just always carrying that water jug between his legs, but he's not always doing it, but he always has to look like he's doing it. That way, when he does it, it, it kind of blends in with his handicapped almost. And it's amazing once you realize that if you really want to go that next level, you, you have to kind of live it and believe it yourself. And it, so the, the three parts are the pledge, yeah. the turn, and the prestige. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. That's, it's amazing. I, I highly recommend the prestige. Like I said, it's on my top ten, and it blows my mind, and I love watching it uh, once a year. Or I like the kind of magic with cards that when you do it right, they hand you money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a casino. Yeah, right. Wow, that's magic. Four aces. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really good. All right, this next one, this is one where it goes next level, man. And he gets, uh, obviously, one of his actors got an Oscar off of this. And he he took a franchise that he had already begun with. And like a lot of franchises, it seems, the second one is the best, you know. Uh, because you you take all that time to establish the origin. You should origin. do a pod about that. Uh, about second sequels? Yeah. Hey, we might do that next Hey, time. there we go. <laughs> Talk about an early setup. <laughs> so, this was 2008's The Dark Knight. Yes. Oh, God, made, man. This movie killed uh, one of our greatest actors. Yeah, yeah it really did. That shit know. was a piece of art, though, man. It, it really was. Like, the you, whole movie. You rewatch that movie, and you just watch Heath Ledger, and it's just on. And that's what it is, too. Like, I, I, I really, I mean, okay, great, it's a Batman movie and everything like that, but, dude, I just want to watch him. Yeah, you know? As, and that like, was the only kind of misstep, I think, was the, the editing at the end, making that Two-Face stuff after the Ledger character had basically already left the movie. Because after Ledger mo- leaves the movie, the audience is like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Two-Face looks cool and all and everything, yeah. but yeah. If, if you're a filmmaker, you need to yeah. keep him to the end. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what everyone's... And I don't think he realized that until it came you out. You also don't know how much control he had over everything. Oh, I either. think about this time he probably think had so? a great amount. Yeah, because DC's never on. They're always just like, please, just get us out of this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is, how that, could they not figure out the formula? Well, they do now. I mean, they no, know I know, now. but how could you have not figured it out twenty years ago? You had plenty of examples. Yep. That's someone that likes the smell of their own whatever they're doing. Yeah, and won't admit it that there's a better way. Well, right. and. The difference between Marvel and DC is DC's dark. It's their stories are dark, their comics are dark, their cities are dark. Marvel is all about the bright colors and the uh, kind of the jokes and everything like that. And not that DC doesn't have the jokes, but it doesn't work. They work better as dark character studies, like the Dark Knight, like Joker. Uh, yeah. And not that it can't. Obviously, Shazam. They yeah. they have levels where they could just go completely goofy and everything, and it's going to really work for them. But like the those um who did the other Superman movies, uh Batman vs. Superman, Jim, I can't yeah. think of his name. Like the director? Uh, yeah, the director. Oh, I, I couldn't can't tell think you that. Name. Uh, this is your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did Bat- uh, Man of Steel and he did uh, Batman vs. Superman, he did Justice League and everything. I, sure I didn't care knows. for I didn't care for any of them, man. They just weren't they the costumes don't work, that storyline doesn't work. They really need to take them down to the bare bones like, I liked, like Joker was. I liked Batman and I liked Superman and I thought Batman versus Superman was okay. Wasn't a fan of Justice League. Wonder Woman was decent. Wonder Woman was good. Um, I did like I, Wonder Woman. To be honest, and I feel bad saying it, but I feel like it got a super extra boost because it was one of the first like female, yeah. you know, which is great. But like, I felt like the movie wasn't as good as everybody said it was. I thought it was. I thought um, what was great about 
Wonder Woman, not only was they, they were dealing, it was basically a war movie. So mm-hmm. they, they combined it with a war movie, which, which, is always which, cool. which was awesome. Yeah. But they also combined it with her like her like learning and failing and learning and failing yeah. at the beginning of the movie where you were like, this I is the reason she's a it. badass. Where there's types of movies like... I, I, will, I will see it. A lot of people have complaints with like uh, the Rey character from the Star Wars, like Force Awakens, how we meet her and she knows how to do everything. I can right, fly yeah. the William Falcon. I yeah. have the Force even though I've just heard about <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> where Wonder a, Woman... The learning curve is quick, man. Yeah. <laughs> In the Star Wars universe, it's good. They can jump stories ahead. And, and, light years. Yeah. Light years. <laughs> but it turns people off. When, when you could see the Wonder Woman character really busting her ass on that horse. Oh yeah, no, and like I how said, every one of her sisters she is are quite attractive too. I oh, like yes. the movie, I have to say. You know? And she was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. She. Well, it was great. amazing. Was it was really well done. So DC has did a great job for sure. But the Dark Knight, obviously, it hit. It was the best villain they could pick. Dude, that opening. Yeah, scene. I was going to say the opening that's my scene. Top Ten opening scenes, yeah. and I'm a big opening scene type of guy. It's incredible. Yeah, you know, with our great. What's the guy from? Uh, from Armageddon, who's the bank man? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah, Victor. Yeah, William yeah, Victor. Yeah, 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 yeah. He comes out. You have any idea who you're stealing from? Oh, God. He screams better you're than dead. anybody, man. You're I, dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to kill the bus driver. <laughs> yeah, right? No, no. I kill the bus driver. Yeah, God. Dude. So good. Even in how I love the. And they really worked in it. Uh, more with the obviously everyone's Joker is different. I I love Jack Nicholson's Joker for what it was. Mm-hmm. I love Heath Ledger. I love Joaquin. I I did not like Jared Leto. I did not like it at all. See, I didn't mind that one. I because I, again, and I've said it before. I, didn't see I, that. I feel like what they were trying to do was go with more of like the Arkham Asylum, you know, type Joker with that. Yeah. And so I. At least I feel like that's what he was trying to do. And yeah. so, like, yeah, no, it didn't compare to Nicholson. It didn't yeah. compare to Ledger. But I think it was just something different. It that didn't even was... compare to Mark Hamill and doing the voice. <laughs> the Mark Hamill doing the voice in the He cartoon. does a great job. Yeah. yeah, he does a great yeah. job. If you made a list of the best Jokers, Jared would I be last, I think. Well, and I have to say I that, but I still didn't okay yeah, yeah. He just... It seemed like I don't think Suicide Squad needed him. That was the main problem I had. No, I just liked uh, every time they cut away to uh, to him. I was like, oh, come on, just stay with the squad. No, it was like he was like the romantic, fantasized character. Like I didn't mind any other character in that movie. I thought it was decent. I think he ruined it. I bet that would bother him if he told him that. Probably, but I love him and everything else. You know, if I met him, I would like Jared. You know, I mean, he was awesome in Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers he Club, was so Blade like, Runner, bring you to tears, good. Blade Runner, he was next level. He yeah, was, that was he insane. was great in <laughs> yeah. uh, Panic Room. The I first mean, thing I think of though is when he played the blonde guy from Fight Club, Angel. Like, oh my yep. god, dude, and and the whole his whole role in there, like, oh man, fuck, dude, that was just yeah. insane. He, he's an amazing actor. I just don't like the choices yeah, that I the director. You. I mean, it's not like he made those choices uh, to play it the way he did. I think I. I think he was directed so that I way. I did. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes it even worse that you Yeah, so it's interesting to see Ledger's version, though, mm-hmm. compared to Joaquin's, and they, they really took it down to, like, the major origin story because when we see Heath, he's already been the Joker. He's yeah. already been through an experience, and you don't know what to believe, too, because the, the brilliance that Heath Ledger and the way he acts is it, he tells the stories. He, I, I love it as a screenplay kind of element where you have this villainous character who 
tells his own origin story to people but changes it every time. <laughs> every time, And yeah. you're like, I don't know what to believe, yeah. which makes it even scarier. Yeah. I like character. his magic trick with the pencil. That was a good uh, Make a pencil disappear. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my favorite <laughs> oh. scenes. Or him in like the holding cell where he's just completely calm because yeah. he knows he's got that thing in the prisoner's Never stomach to Never start with the head. It makes the prisoner funny. Oh, or God. fuzzy. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. They have to known and they've known it in other movies obviously but when those guys were doing those types of scenes together they had to have known that they had like gold yeah oh you yeah know? dude just watching ledger on the set and then probably watching those kind of dailies afterwards they were like holy crap dude what was it like six months after he finished this yeah he had he had, we were he was in the set. middle of the yeah. uh yep and he was in the middle of doing the <coughs> dr panassas the yeah. imaginary of dr panassas Which because remember terrible. i didn't think it was that bad because i love how they worked the story into how he went like, through I the, just didn't like the movie. The, the idea that when he walked through those doors that a different character played him every time, mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. He was doing that movie about Bob uh, Bob Dylan, too. I'm not there. Did oh, he? that's Joaquin. Oh, wait, no. Who are you No, well, it was him. Oh, he, I didn't know. I didn't and they, know, and I didn't they, know A bunch of actors ended up finishing the movie for him, I think. Um, that's I'm that's to, imaginary of Dr. Parnassus. Is yeah, it? yeah. Jude Law came in, mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix. They even had uh, uh, not Joaquin, Kate Blanchett uh, or some... Uh, that was the Bob That's Dylan the Bob Dylan, Dylan That's the Bob Dylan movie. Maybe they oh, did it with okay. two of his movies, but they definitely did it with Imaginarium Dr. Panassas because... Uh, what's I his think name? you're both right. Uh, yeah, I think we are both right. That's a... That's a first. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it was, because yeah. um, I'm not there, Heath Ledger, and but it's also Kate Blanchett, Christian yeah. Bale, Don Winslow, Richard Gere, Julianne Moore. Like, I See, who who plays him in the uh, Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? That's a hard one to spell. <laughs> yeah. I just, is that Terry Gilliam? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I liked it, because He's all right. certain ones, like he, Heath Ledger was also in The Brothers Grimm, which is... My uh, wife right, hates but. him. Terry Gilliam, yeah, you yeah. told us that before. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And normally I wouldn't say that because she's like, yeah. she would be offended if she's listening to this, but she would agree with this one. I She'd be like, oh yeah, I do. I hate this guy. I appreciate <laughs> his uh, uh, his kind of persistence because he, he took like 10 years to make Brazil and he is, he, the last 25 years he's been doing Don Quixote and it's still not out. Okay. That's what he's been working on in the last 25 years. And I, every, Way to go, Terry. Every year Keep I hear up, one, one or two uh, updates about it. No, not out yet. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Depp, Colin Farrell, and Jude Law. Yeah, they all stepped in, and they all did a great job. It was weird how it, it was part of, they made it part of the story that when you went through the door, you looked like a different person. And they being had, able they to had work to that, that in that there, point. yeah, they had to, but it was an ingenious way yeah. to do it. It was really I, I bet somebody sat up in their bed one night and was like, I got it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the Dark Knight. I mean, you don't have to be a superhero fan, or if you're you're a mild superhero fan, this is this is the one to show everyone because, uh, and it was obviously heartbreaking. He won the Oscar uh, after his death. His daughter went up there to accept the award. It was like a not a dry eye in the house type of situation, but he deserved that award. Very similar to how Joaquin deserves the award and is going to win it. He's going to win the Golden Globe this week. Uh, This weekend, is that your prediction? Oh, it's almost a lock. There's no one even close. Because they don't even have. Uh, what's your for? What's your best? What do you think is going to win best picture for the Golden Globe? It, well, they break it down into comedy, and they break it down into uh, comedy and everything uh, else. Comedy and drama. Comedy so and drama. I would have to look up the uh, uh, the things. <laughs> <laughs> we can make predictions ourselves, though. I mean, there's there's ones on there. I think we've all seen, uh, and. Uh, it's only the movie because Golden Globes is also a TV show, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun thing to see uh, how it turns out. But yeah, Dark Knight, really, really amazing. 
This next one, though. This next, you got it already? I was going to say, Damn, want, he's what, already there. What do you want to know? Let's do it. Let's get the, uh, what are the top pitchers nominated for uh, uh, Supporting drama. actor, actress, you got to give me Fucking internet taking forever. <laughs> um, I got to get to them all here. It's all right. We got time. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Well, we know Once Upon a Time, obviously, and Hollywood is going to be on there. Uncut Gems is not. At all in the Golden Globes, huh. which is weird. I, it will be for the Oscars. You watch. It will be. Uh, then we've got... The Joker. The Joker. Parasite is the one that everyone thinks could come in as an upset. Hmm. Uh, that everyone... It's on Obama's favorite movie list also for the year. He, he owes a lot of sway. I, I guess. I don't know who masturbated to him in that movie. Whoa. But. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to think of it like that. I, I can't help it now. <laughs> Uh, so, see, Joker we... obviously is up for best picture. It's up for I now I wouldn't go as far to say that it would win best picture, but it's I definitely going to win good. best actor. I mean, it might it might win best picture. It really could. I mean it it was it was a better movie than Once a Time in All Hollywood. Right. I think so. I, I like them just as much, but it's a better storytelling. It reaches a wider audience for sure. Best performance by an actor is Christian Bale. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. I haven't yeah, he ain't going to win for that. He Sorry. might be great in it, but no one's heard of it. Yeah, uh, Adam Driver, Marriage Story. Adam Driver is great, but that's not his... That's not the one. Who wants to watch a depressed marriage People love breaking it. down? People love it, though. I don't know. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and then Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way the he's going to lose that. The Two Popes is on Netflix right now, and I keep thinking I want to see it, because I think yeah, one of the other good. Popes is uh, like, uh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, yeah. I hear it's good. So uh, if if it's nominated, it's worth seeing for sure. Of course, but uh, yeah, I don't know what that list will look like for the uh, Oscar ones, but I think for this, it's a lock. And then what's the difference is is because the they're separated. You know, the comedy ones are going to be blended. So because on the comedy ones, you have Brad Pitt and Leo are both nominated. One's nominated for actor. One's nominated for supporting actor. Yeah. Also, Daniel Craig for Knives Out. Yeah, you know, that was so good. I, I don't see it. him winning an award, but he it was good. <laughs> see you winning an award. No, it was it was more of a fun. <laughs> it was a fun is, fun. Is that your clairvoyance? Uh, not for that. I mean, I mean he, he was nominated. <laughs> I can at least see it. <laughs> he won't get nominated for the uh, uh, for an Oscar though. Okay, uh, Golden Globes are a lot lighter because they can put it. You can put you in that comedy, and that was a comedy. People don't realize Knives Out was a comedy. It was funny. It was the funny trailer shit. shows it like a comedy. Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. It was funnier than you thought it was, but it was also very cleverly done. I loved it. I thought it was great. But yeah, so I'm guessing Joaquin for sure. And Best Picture is a, is a different story for comedy. It very well could be uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it could very well be uh, Joker for the other ones. So we'll hmm. see. I'll be watching. Time will tell for sure. You'll be watching? Oh, yeah. I'll be watching. I watch all the award shows, or at least the top three being the Emmys, Golden Globes, and Oscars. Just the, I don't know, the pageantry around it. I'd rather just look at the list the next day. <laughs> yeah. It's always something fun and clever that does it. <laughs> all right. Let's go to this next one. So this next one, this is his trip back to the uh, the cerebral kind of director that he always has been from the beginning, and this is 2010's Inception. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. The only time he's worked with Leonardo DiCaprio, too. Uh, not the only time he's worked with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. That will be uh, two years later he comes in for The Dark Knight Rises. I just want to start going... And certainly not the first time... South Park? Yeah. This was the first time that he worked with... 
Tom Hardy. But oh, uh, he went on to work with Tom Hardy then, uh, what, two more times after this uh, in Dark Knight Rises and in Dunkirk. But uh, Inception was that head trip movie, man, and it was an ingenious idea. So basically what's happening in this is Leonardo DiCaprio has a crew that will enter people's minds in steal their kind of their personal information and either kind of blackmail them or they'll do it for somebody else or yeah. that they're just they just have that ability they're like dream mercenaries yeah basically and we see them dream do weavers. it with uh dream <laughs> yeah. i love the uh yeah. Uh, this was just world creating at its best you know and you got to yeah. see uh leo learning from uh what's his name uh, Michael, Michael Kine. Kine. Michael, Michael Kine. Kine. <laughs> and uh, what's our... Uh, Ellen Page Ellen was in Page it. was in this. Um, uh, that yeah. French actress, Marion... With uh, a C. Tom Berenger was in His this. His wife so. in it. Uh, yeah, they kept oh, yeah. fucking the party up, the French girl. Oh, and Michelle Williams. Michelle but, Williams was in this, which was that really fucked up stuff. Because a lot of people, you re- you remember this movie... Uh, no, I'm thinking of You're thinking I'm of thinking of Shadow, Shadow Island. Island. I, I totally confused Yeah, so we got Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Ellen Page, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Cillian Murphy, Killian, Tom, yeah. or Killian, Tom Hardy, Marion Marion Cotillard. Yeah, yeah, she's good. She was uh, she was in Public Enemies, and uh, there's another movie that she was big in that I saw. I can't remember. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of other people yeah. in this. Yeah, Re- really good movie, man. What was some of your favorite stuff in Inception? Was it just the special effects, or was it the kind of the head trip? I like... I the movie really took off when they when they first started trying to get yeah to plant the seed of doubt in Killian Murphy's head yeah so that from I mean the whole thing was necessary to get an idea because it was a this is a complicated world yeah. oh it is oh yeah. I, I love the, I took an hour to get you up to speed enough to do what the main yeah. plot of the movie was going to yeah. be from I mean, halfway on it's like a Taco Bell inside a gas station inside a Burger King. <laughs> Inside your head. <laughs> uh, I love the the Lucas Hawes character who is the one that kind of oh, yeah. didn't put himself under because when these guys kind of, they actually have to put themselves in this state and I, that kick, you know, mm-hmm. that thing that, that kicks him out of that, that yeah. state was just insane and Lucas Hawes was kind of the guy who kind of controlled that. Uh, from the outside, uh, while they were in there doing what they were, what they were doing. And, uh, Ultimately, I love the the stuff with Tom Berenger when they realize that they have to go into the his mind and his mind is like, remember, they have to go to the snow and they go to that uh, kind of, I don't know where they filmed it, where they were actually skiing in the snow to get to him uh, to get inside. Yeah, and during that whole scene. scene, he's got the guys in the van. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, yeah. and, uh, the van is kind of altering the world they're in when they have that movement and then yeah. there's that great scene one of them shot at this point i think yeah and but that great scene with joseph gordon levitt in the hotel mm. yeah where, where in the, the hallway they spent a lot of money yeah. on cgi on this movie a lot of wire work and, and a lot of wire work yeah man. and this sounded like a comp not only was it a complicated script yeah it was a complicated movie to try to figure out how you're gonna put that shit on screen yeah. she folded paris in half yeah that's what i was <laughs> about to like, say yeah it was like hot and it it was Really weird. No, yeah, and then remember the great. Uh, the train wreck that was was happening too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like oh man, dude. I saw the pull up the YouTube video of them making that Joseph Gordon's. Uh, I have seen this scene. It's it's really amazing to see how well they worked the wire work into it. Now, without saying anything about the ending, mm-hmm. can we discuss? I don't think which we know the ending. Si- and that's what I was going to say. I don't like, think anybody knows the ending, do they? 
like I don't want to. Paul knows. I know. <laughs> he talked to the guy I himself. Know, like, and <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Chris, what? give me the scoop. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, Come on, buddy. Like, calls all these directors before we do this. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, right. Um, I just want to know on your like your opinion on which side of the coin you think it went to, mm-hmm. like. I would actually have to probably rewatch it to uh, I remember it, but I don't remember it that well that I would be able to remember the details of why I thought it went one way or another. Do you? He, I think he mentioned it earlier. You know. Oh, what with the totem? Yeah. 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 You know I think I mean? he still. I think it was all in the dream. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it really is kind of that total recall type moment of. Uh, was yeah. that guy real that was trying to talk about right. there, and or like, was he still it, in the? You thing know, and, I just always wondered. Did it like? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't yeah, even think. End. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think it did. I think, I think, the, when he escaped the big opening scene, mm-hmm. I think everything after that was just him losing it. Uh huh. And was under the whole time trying yeah. to find his. It's it, solve whatever the problem is. I yeah. can't talk about yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But and that's the thing is like. You don't know. Yeah, like you, don't know. you can you can the, form your own opinion, which and, and is why I, yeah, I want to. Yeah, I like you that know. in films too. Oh yeah, I, I no, like I being do too. Able to leave it. A lot I, of people don't. Oh, see, oh no, it don't makes me people wrong. angry. Oh, yeah, it it totally. some people Sometimes angry. it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? But on that occasion, I was like, okay, no, it's cool. We can go either way with that. Yeah. And like, I can't you know. remember one that I actually was really pissed that they left open. The first time I saw, well, it wasn't open. Never mind. I was yeah. I was gonna say the first time I saw Hereditary, I was pissed. Oh really? Pissed. That was pretty close, and I didn't think it was that. I want to know what happens after that. So oh wow! Bad, so you though. just wanted like, to, yeah. So that wasn't more that it was, uh, it was left open to interpretation. You just wanted to see what happened after. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know. And that it's, that director strikes me as a guy who's not going to do a sequel Ever. to that because Ever. Uh, you could say the same thing about uh, Midsummer. Yeah. You kind of want to know what happens after it mm-hmm. goes black, mm-hmm. uh, just as much as what happened. Yeah. Have you seen that yet? I haven't. Oh, you dude. See yeah. Yeah. I'll lend you, you like my it. copy. I'll, if I remember, I'll bring it next week. Okay. Cool. <laughs> because he's been blocked out of Redbox. <laughs> I know. Yeah, dude. And my has, iPad. Yeah. They've like blacklisted me Why? for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Like I'd go to use my card and it's just like transaction not available or something. And I'm like, bro, I've paid you guys so much fucking money. Yeah. Like, that seems like a phone call. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I, I don't know. Like... I don't want to make that phone call. <laughs> because then I'm going to find out like, oh, we we didn't charge you for you such can, a, you know, like. Well, then you could see Rambo, though. Yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> and I Rambo's know. so good. I know. <laughs> you could put it on your action sequels this next week. If, if like, they're a big source <laughs> okay, of your maybe, entertainment, yeah. you should make that call. It'll yeah. probably, they might even. You get out there and you find <laughs> yeah, that fucking, yeah. dog. <laughs> fucking dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's how I. Redbox is very useful because I will let movies rack up. Like, I won't see a bunch of Redbox movies for a while. And then one month I'll three or four and that day I'll just you buy some of them too and that's too. what I do too I, if you wait long enough any new release that comes out you'll get for four bucks uh, and, Which, I, and if you don't care about the box yep uh, yeah and, and I and I don't so uh, I have no problem waiting a little while like right now I can't get Rambo for less than like twelve dollars I said I'll, I'll wait two months and uh, then it will be available to everyone see then I'll just wait two months and I'll just borrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there's go. a funny <laughs> if you can there's wait, a funny comedian that does a skit about Inception uh-huh. it was like Remember when you used to have like movies where the starring would also sing the theme song? He's like, I really wish that Leonardo DiCaprio wrote the theme song to Inception, and then you'd have him singing it during the party. He'd be like, it's a dream inside a dream inside a dream inside a dream. <laughs> <laughs> but he does his bit for like two minutes. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just no, the- There was a lot of good comedy about 
that yeah. about that movie yeah. after it came out, yeah. you know. For sure with South Park and everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Anything <laughs> weird is ripe for them to oh, yeah. interpret it in their own crazy way. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, this next flick here, and uh, it's it's probably the only one of all these movies that I wasn't, like, next level uh, excited about after I saw it. Not to say that it was bad, it just, I wish it, I wish it could have been better. And this was uh, 2012's The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, man, I love that movie. <laughs> I, do, I, do you I, really? I do. I know it's not your favorite, but yeah. I, 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 I you really like it. You like this more than... You like that character a lot? The Bane character a lot? Well, I, you didn't like it more than Dark Knight. No, no, no. But you liked it more than Batman Begins? I did, yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, I did. Um, it doesn't look bad. I No, there was there was certain stuff that I did like about it. I, I thought overall I was just rolling my eyes at too many moments in it. I think it didn't need as much uh, characters in it. I As much as I liked Anne Hathaway in it, they could have left her out completely. And the story would have worked just the same. Uh, I love the beginning. I thought the beginning mm. was like a Bond movie. Remember, he was on the airplane and Bane's uh, got a uh, parachute out of there and yeah. shit like that. I was like, oh, this movie's going to be great. Yeah. And I really, really wanted to love it and everything. The the whole thing with him, like uh, with the broken leg trying to get out of the fucking thing and your the pit. Uh, the pit, the pit was kind of like, okay, this is a little bit impossible, but because you need me to believe this, I'll yeah. just go with yeah, your yeah, timeline. Yeah. There was too many of those on the nose types of things. Like it, I I was about out of it by the time uh, like Joseph Gordon Levitt's like at the end and. Uh, they were like, you should call yourself Robin. That's a good name. And see, I was like, oh, come I, on. I actually <laughs> didn't see that coming. And it yeah. was right in front of your face the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, you know. I, I thought it was coming before that. I went and sat in the seat, too, because uh, 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 it, it clearly they were going to make, uh, try to uh, punch her in the Robin thing. And you really can't. I mean, it's it's kind of a weird character. I liked it. Have they ever done their, has Robin ever been a single character? No, single? well, what they need to do is because An Robin, origin story on Robin. Well, there's like, like the five. Joker? There's five Robins. Uh, Robin's a title. It's not. Yeah, like of course. An, uh, a person, uh, but uh, like, uh, damn, I'm trying to think of the different Robins. Uh, Chris O'Donnell. No, I'm not the actual actors. Oh, they, oh, oh. there's actually characters who from the who, comics. From there's the like comics. five of them, or yeah, something. but one's yeah. uh, damn. I want to say Todd Phillips, but that's not his name. Uh, one's Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson's a Robin. Uh, the other one from Dark Knight Returns is a girl. She's a Robin. One of them is like Batman's actual son. He's a Robin. And in the comics, a lot of the times, they're all on the same page together. So all the Robins are together. Some of the Robins have been killed off. Uh, the Joker killed one of the Robins off in like the late 90s and everything. So it's it's one of those titles more than it is an actual person. Uh so I have no problem with it. I, I think it would have been done as somebody like super young. He brings in something like that to, to train him. I thought Joseph Gordon-Levitt is way too fucking old to be Robin. So that might have been the only thing watching it that I thought they may not have gone through it. I thought the... I thought age, Tom Hardy aged discriminated against Robin. Yeah, I know. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, I thought Tom Hardy was good enough in it. I, I think they made a misstep with people could not hear his voice whatsoever mm -hmm. people were that was the big thing when it came out in the theater people were like i can't wait till it comes out on uh blu-ray so i can put the fucking subtitles yeah. on yeah. and know what the fuck he's saying yeah because a lot of people had no fucking yeah. how do you uh how i do you loved not... the way that bane sounded <laughs> in that movie you can do that digitally and still get the same effect yeah and you don't the last thing you want is people for not to hear the dialogue of your main yeah. villain right yeah i mean and, 
it always this one always seemed to me like it was too big too big of a movie for batman this seemed like this was a superman type movie where he's blowing up uh like An coliseums city, and stadiums like, and stuff like that that's oh, a superman dude. thing. it's not a batman thing that was and so they kind of took it to another level where, where i thought that it should have been a superman storyline instead of a uh, mm-hmm. a batman storyline probably was and they I, sold it over to him. I loved just just when the when the theater trailer came out for mm-hmm. that movie, yeah. and it was the football game, and oh, the yeah. guy was running. I was excited, and, man. And yeah. the field was just disappearing behind him, and he gets to the touch, you know, he gets yeah. to the goal line and turns around, and the fucking field is just gone. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, so cool. Uh, Anne Hathaway, she was charismatic as she is in everything uh, she's in, and he ended up using her again in the next film, and. Uh, but I, it's like I, I hate it when they do it in movies where they just put too many villains in there, man. You need yeah. to really focus. It was It's bad enough having... Uh, one villain, one sub-villain. Yeah. Cut it off at that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I had no problem with how they did with like, Two-Face because it wasn't Two-Face until the very end. I right. was like, okay, you could just... But then I thought they were going to work him into the next movie. And that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I think you killed off Two-Face. <laughs> the, the thing is, He's though, is I know that they brought back Scarecrow, yeah, and that's fine. But to make him the judge in that scenario instead of Two-Face yeah. who was the fucking district attorney yeah, yeah. like come on man like, really that, that needed to be done Scarecrow he wanted too much money man Scare- couldn't get him back. I, I wonder if that was it because re- literally like Scarecrow's character was so just it was like dude you've already gotten your ass kicked like there's no reason for you to even be here like I get it you're psycho Arkham Asylum's been let yeah. free and everything like that but like to not have Two Face in that—that that was the one thing about that movie that I really yeah. was just like, "That's bullshit." And, and with me, there was probably seven or eight of those moments where I was like, "This movie could be trimmed. This scene doesn't make sense." The uh, the idea that uh, that that obviously that thing with the broken leg that took so long and it was just you had to expend so, uh, so much disbelief to even uh, believe. That well, it wasn't even his broken leg; it was a it, broken spine. It, he broke yeah. his back. Yeah, and now he recovered and he's right. jumping you out. Know, like and, that, and, and I get it. And like I, exactly, and I get it. You know, like, yeah. uh, uh, but like, I, money buys medicine. Buys yeah, medicine. right. Yeah, well, not not in that place. You know, yeah, like, and, and it's the multiple things. Like, all right, we got Catwoman here. She's doing that, and we've got Bane. I was like, you guys just need to focus. They, it seemed unfocused of a movie for me. Mm-hmm. Not that the individual scenes at times weren't enjoyable, yeah. and everything, but I thought they could have went a whole different way with it. You could tell that. You could tell that this was his last one, you know. Well, and, <laughs> and it's was, hard to to come back from Dark Knight too, you know. That, absolutely, and and that's one of the things that I did like about that is that they went ahead and they ended the series. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, they left the Robin like an open ended thing, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. Which but should like, have been, because I don't know how they would have done that, right? It's but kind of but weird. I really, you know, I really especially liked you know the end end yeah. where you know alfred had kind of precursored things and yeah. and all of a sudden that scenario is happening mm-hmm. and you know i thought that was cool i was like okay cool i can see that you know so uh, i i liked that movie overall yeah, yeah. i still think <laughs> i might watch it i i, I think probably the i think order, i own it i mean it's not bad enough that i wouldn't own it but i i thought it could have been better yeah i mean i know your order would be different but mine would probably go two three one you know and i really liked yeah. one i just re- i really liked the bane character yeah. you know especially after seeing that bullshit one they did back the in the mid 90s himself up well they could, like, but they had it himself. they yeah. had it with poison ivy when yeah. uma thurman yeah, played yeah, yeah. yeah you and know it didn't and work like, then either yeah. yeah and all he said was bane yeah. you know it's like come <laughs> on dude yeah 
got that. It's one of those things that when this movie was announced, (laughs) (laughs) and it's one of those things when this movie was announced and you heard Bane was gonna be the character, people like really, yeah, really. I said you better do something really different than what we're used to because yeah, what we're used to is goofy. But again, that plane scene, yeah, plane scene was great. Beginning where start off strong, where the the two guys just killed themselves. They just yeah, they just dedicated as much as I like that scene. It seemed like a James Bond beginning. It seemed like that this is a James Bond film I'm watching, not a Batman film. Right. uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't go as far to say I hated it, but I, I thought that it could have been done. But he wouldn't give it two thumbs up. No two thumbs up. But this next movie, and for some weird, weird reason, just for no other reason, I just laziness. didn't get around of it and laziness. I had not seen till yesterday, <laughs> and that's uh, 2014's Interstellar. Oh, yeah. I loved Interstellar. That was great. It was one of those movies, you know, I I watched the trailer for and I was like, yeah, I'll like it. But you know it's a three-hour movie and you know it's a commitment. And I'll say I'm really glad you saw it yesterday because it's confusing and it's long and it's great, you know. um, It is great. I I was turned off by the trailers because it looked like it was this kind of sad fest. Yeah, daughter waiting for daughter the dad. Daughter waiting for him, and right. he's breaking down in the tra- in the trailer, constantly crying, and I was like, yeah, do I want to see this movie? Yeah. Uh, and then watching it, it's such a small kind of element to it. I was like, oh, this is so great, man. Yeah. It's really well done. I like a good sci-fi thinking movie anyways. I so. mean, those are the best ones. Yeah, I love sci-fi. Uh, so. This this and uh, Interstellar and Gravity came out at the, like, the yeah, exact same Yeah, and I didn't care time. for Gravity. I liked Gravity if they had cut a little bit off the end I saw it in 3D and, oh yeah yeah 3D yeah. I could and see that it cool. was, yeah that was amazing I've because, never seen a 3D I'm pretty sure I did I'm almost positive <laughs> yeah. I did. that would be the one now I'm see. questioning myself <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even make that in 3D like, that would be the that one that sounds like they would yeah. make that in 3D I think they did oh they did yeah, yeah. they definitely did okay then I saw that yeah. they make Winnie the Pooh in 3D <laughs> so they'll make this uh, but yeah I didn't much care for Gravity I, I thought it was uh, yeah. yeah yeah I could have done without it uh, a lot of people liked it. It was one of those movies that everyone raved about. That I think everyone liked it more than <laughs> once. They did. Once his name, what's his name, opened the door and came in. It was, yeah, I was, was like, like, no, I was what? out. I was out. I was, I was like, I don't I'm give out. a shit. I don't give a shit what the reasoning for this was. <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, just wait, out. Can't I am fucking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I get what they were doing there yeah, afterwards, but yeah. still, they lost me. <laughs> but Interstellar, Interstellar, man, really, really good, amazing actors and actors that I had no clue were in it because I had done a whole lot of research before I watched it. I was like, I'm just going to go in like this. I, I had seen the trailer like... You went in fu- blind. I, I yeah. saw the trailer like uh, five years ago and then I hadn't seen anything about it since other than people saying, oh, it's good. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm sure it is. I just got to get my... Uh, I didn't own it and then I finally just bought it. I bought it for like three bucks and uh, I loved it. So when like Matt Damon's woke up like half of the movie, I'm like, holy shit, Matt Damon just ended the movie. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea. See, I don't even it. remember that scene. Yeah. So what we're dealing with is and they... They started out, whatever's going on on Earth has already been going on, and they're really not explaining how it happened, but they're having these crazy dust storms, and food is a big issue. You can tell that this is in the future somewhat. And uh, that's uh, almost in the present. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't tell you uh, what the year is. But uh, NASA's kind of shut down. With they're really not. They're kind of underground and they're doing things. And uh, Matthew McConaughey is a former NASA like uh, pilot, and his kids are really smart. But they're they're looking more important than like these like astronauts as people to become farmers because the food is a big issue. Except for corn, I think corn is like the one thing that's actually growing. It's people. Uh, yeah. Corn is people. Uh, so. And they even make jokes about when 
they're at a baseball game and uh, John Lithgow's there and it's like, you should be eating popcorn at a baseball game. You should be eating hot dogs. And uh, obviously that, that time has come and gone yeah. and everything. And <laughs> the death of the hot dog. I don't think we can get there fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> Nutrition wise. Yeah. So Matthew McConaughey is kind of raising two kids with um, John Lithgow, who John Lithgow, I think is his wife's father. His wife had already died of uh, like cancer, I think. And uh, so he he's helping to raise them. No, that was the uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, he was so good. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, that's right. Uh, really good uh, stuff with him. Oh, that was sad. Sorry. Yeah, it was sad, but it was, Sorry. Re- it was really, really good. Uh, but you've got uh, Matthew McConaughey starts figuring stuff out. He's also got a really smart daughter that he's uh, he's trying to uh, kind of raise. They the EMP time. that uh, that drone. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is Matthew McConaughey ends up showing up at like this underground facility where he should not have found it's like the most impregnable it's like norad or something yeah. and when he gets down there he thinks that he's he's like just don't hurt my daughter and they're like smiling and being like why would we hurt your daughter he says we're nasa he says he's like well, nasa doesn't exist he says we do we just we didn't <laughs> you don't got to know about you don't it. got to know about it. Well, <laughs> well then you're NASA. thinking i i thought he was like the best of the best why don't they know about him? why haven't they collected him yet yeah and i guess they just hadn't found him they thought he was dead along with a, a lot of other people who had died and um, what's going on is they're underground they're kind of they've already started these missions where they have found a wormhole in space right and they sent off 12 different astronauts to the 12 different planets that were inside the wormhole that they think could be inhabitable because earth is fucked basically (laughs) and they have a plan a and they have a plan b plan a is for all the 12 astronauts to go survey the planets because but what's dealing with in this movie a lot and which is really a mind fucking what's yeah. some of the most enjoyable stuff which he's good at this uh, our boy is how much time passes that's my favorite aspect uh, like the the specifically and I'll, I'll work up to it uh so he has to go basically he's got to leave his kids behind he's got to go there's a plan a when all the astronauts are going to find what planet is plan, uh, isn't plan, plan b <laughs> they have like ten thousand embryos that they can kind of uh they want to uh, save people on Earth that are there, but if they can't, they'll they'll have the embryos to start a new life on another planet yeah. and leave Earth behind. That's if crazy, possible. man. So they they've got to go through this wormhole and check on. Uh, presumably, they were going to check on all the planets, but they they really check on like they only, three of them. They only have. They have to pick three. Yeah, they have that, to pick three, the most likely ones to go mm-hmm. to. So the first oh, one... Oh, right, and the other ones will uh, just be stuck there where they're at. The yeah. first one was we really kind of realized the, the level that this movie could go with because they pick this one where they're going to land on water. And so they have this great space uh, station that they're actually kind of in, and Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway leave the, um, the space station on one of these Ranger kind of... Uh, what do they call them? Spaceships. Like spaceships. Yeah. And they land on that water where the waves are insane, but they leave the one black guy behind. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, time's obviously... Always leave the black guy behind. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? First one <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> so he was like, well, time's going to really go rapidly. And they said like... Seven years for every hour you're gone yeah. is going to go by. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, I'll, they have a problem with gravity. Trying to figure out how to kind of master the gravity things." He says, "Well, I'll work on it while you're gone." Yeah. And they thought, and he, they thought he was going to put himself in cryo because there's this great stuff where he floats himself in the water and they can you can cryo yourself and you can go to sleep, right? Uh, and everything. And I guess he does it a couple times, but when they come back, so they're gone for. Uh, 
like a little over three hours or something. So when they get back, he's got a beard and he's yeah. like, it's been 23 years yeah. since you're gone. That's he's, so fucking nuts. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and a lot of it is them watching the messages from Earth, and you get to see his kids mm-hmm. uh, growing up, and all of a sudden his his boy is Casey Affleck, and his girl is Jessica Chastain. Yeah. And she's having difficulties, and he's trying to hold things together and uh, doing the farming and stuff. So he's kind of – I don't think it helps him much to watch those fucking videos. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can see why he'd want to, but yeah, 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 absolutely. But, but a lot of them are like they don't know he's listening, and the and the son's like, my therapist says it's not good for me to keep talking to you, so this is the last time I'm going to talk to you. And yeah, that's oh. it. And then she doesn't talk to him for a while until she's older, and she's like, uh, she's very pissy about it too. Yeah, but she's on Earth. You, you realize that at a certain point, Jessica Chastain has kind of uh, gotten wrapped up in uh, the kind of the the NASA people, along with uh, Michael Caine, who's kind of controlling the whole thing. On Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, on the group, they lose him in the, that water sequence. Is the mm-hmm. guy from uh, American Beauty? Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy next uh, that lived next door was yeah. kind of weird. Oh yeah, uh, he went on to do Hunger Games. Uh, I can't remember his name. I thought the uh, the, like, the coolest aspect, be, you know, w- the time travel thing was just amazing. I yeah. fucking love. Yeah, that. yeah. Anytime um, you can fuck with time streams like that, it really. Yeah. It's, it's um, but the other thing I really liked was the whole little side story about the ghost in the yeah, shelf, yeah. Yeah. you know? Like, and, and watching it, I knew... They were going to set that up for something. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it was kind of crazy when they got to it, though. Yeah, but it, it wasn't a big reveal to no. me. What, oh, yeah. I, I saw it coming. I was like, oh, well, that's got to be somebody from the future trying uh-huh. to connect her. And it's Plus, like, I knew Christopher Nolan was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing is I went into this movie knowing nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just heard it was fantastic. You yeah. have to see it. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So like, and whenever I do that and it turns out to be a movie like that, I'm always surprised. Yeah. Okay. You know, like... That's good. I mean, yeah, it was a... No I, expectations. It was a crazy... A long way. It was still crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was still crazy how they were working. Oh, yeah. It was still crazy. Yeah. Uh, the, the most... Some of the most enjoyable stuff was with Matt Damon, though, because... They had this choice to make of which planet they were going to. They were like, we don't have enough fuel to go to two planets and then back home. We have enough fuel to go to one planet and back home. And Anne Hathaway really wanted to go to one planet. And Matthew McConaughey says her lover was yeah, there or something. the guy she was in love with. And she wasn't going to tell anyone. And then mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey's like, you better, we're going to take a vote. And you may as well let him know why you want to go to that planet. Right, yeah. He says, we were actually getting notifications from this other planet where Matt Damon's character, who's supposed to be the best of the best there. Right. And they overrule her. And they were like, you know, when, when it turns out that this doesn't work and we have to decide to go to that other planet and do plan B instead of going back to your kids. I hope you make that right decision too. And it's kind of puts it on them there. Yeah. So they decide to go to the Matt Damon thing. And it's, it's really interesting stuff there on, uh, with the Matt Damon because they, they unfreeze him from cryo and he just like bursts into tears. Mm-hmm. Like you get the impression that he had no, he didn't think he was going to ever see anyone, let alone speak to anyone ever again. Does he almost, cause I don't want to give anything away. Does he almost, but I know you'll get this reference. Yeah. Sorry, everybody at home. Does he almost go like Lawrence Fishburne and predators? Uh, in a little bit, and in a little way. Okay. But he he's still got it, all his faculties with it, and I'll be a little spoiler. I won't tell any of the stuff that mm. happens because that's the real spoiler stuff is the yeah. stuff dealing with the ghosts and all that. Yeah. But with Matt Damon, 
So he's like, I've been sending out messages. He was in cryo for a while and everything. And he gets up and he's got them convinced this is our new world and everything. And it's it's Iceland. We, we uh, checked it out, me and my uh, girl. My oh, girl really? was there when, when I was playing it and everything. And she was super excited. It was filmed on like the largest glacier in Iceland. And they just washed out the color big time. So most of the glaciers are like blue, blue, blue. Yeah. And they just made that color. Uh, really? Uh, portion like uh, gray. And it was they filmed it on the largest uh, glacier in Iceland. Uh, and it looks like a different planet and everything like most Iceland does. And uh, I, I loved it. It was a great scene where you realized that uh, Matt Damon uh, had a different agenda than they had. And that at one point, Matt Damon was going to kill them if he has to and steal the ship. Yeah. And it's a great, great scene where he takes off... And they take off at the same time, and they're like racing towards their ship uh, that's hovering in space. And I, I forget to mention the robots that are in this. They're almost like these rectangle robots that have like movable legs, and then they can spiral out at times and everything. They were so, cool. Yeah, one of them. Uh, he spends a lot of money on production. Uh, oh, that's for sure. Great he voice on it. it too. I don't. I always know it as the guy from uh, Popeye who does that rubberneck thing. I don't know if you're know oh, talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. the voice of one yep. of the robots. Oh. He's been on a lot of different uh, TV shows back in the day. He was in uh, My Blue Heaven. Mm-hmm. He, he was the guy that danced. It. Oh yeah, has that yeah, rubbery yeah. Look to him. Yeah, I he, think he was also yeah. in. Uh, uh, down Periscope. Uh, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds like it would be perfect he, he, for him. Yeah, he plays like the... Uh, he always does that rubbery thing he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's his thing, man. It's his yeah. thing. Go for it. <laughs> but it was a super exciting scene where he was like, he doesn't have the docking kind of coordinates. And he's like, he does have them. And the robot's like, no, I disengaged him. He does not. So he's going to have to like... And they're, they're telling him over the thing... Uh, Dr. Brand or something like that, whatever his name was, don't dock. Don't dock. Don't try to dock. And he shuts him off. And you could tell Matt Damon's going to uh, friggin' uh, try it anyways. And just the stuff that happens from that point on, it's, yeah. just, it's exciting, man. Mm-hmm. Some really, really good stuff on it that I wish I had uh, probably seen it in the theater. Uh, I should should have known better because most of Christopher Nolan's movies are uh, really epic in that state scale. Well, and here's a good little fact talking about his budget, you know, and what he spends. He has grossed over $4.7 billion worldwide. That's why he gets full credit of what to do what he wants. 34 Oscar nominations and 10 wins. He's had 10 wins for the, his movies, like people in his, his movies. I suppose. I, yeah, I, I'm wondering I don't if have he's one best right director now. for him. Probably screenplay, too, yeah. though. I'll have to look him up before we end the Here. pod and see uh, see if he's personally He's already got him looked He's up. got it. I'm getting there. I'm getting, getting there. there. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah. he's won a total of 178 awards and been nominated for 493. Wow, that's crazy. That's um, really crazy. Yeah, I'll try and go through here and find the Oscar but, stuff. This was a type of movie that came out, and the only bad stuff I had heard about is people that, like the science community. I know Neil deGrasse Tyson had been a big, like, let's pick apart. Let's talk about the hundred things in Interstellar that couldn't happen. I was like, come on, dude, science yeah, fiction. Yeah. I know they're not calling this a science movie. It's science fiction. Yeah. I have no problem when I go to see a science fiction Otherwise, movie. Otherwise, it'd be a fucking documentary, yeah. asshole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have no problem suspending disbelief when it comes to something like in space it couldn't happen. Uh, uh, clearly, uh, uh, most uh, of this no, couldn't honestly, happen. Freddy Krueger couldn't really do that i mean it's the it's taking place in the future i mean we already know it's fucking can't be done so let justin recover for a second (laughs) (laughs) there we go there we go all right well 
<laughs> the next movie we're going to talk about here, and this is basically the last, but we are going to touch on the new movie that comes out in 2020. But uh, the last one he had done here, and it looks like he must have been working on this that, that last one uh, that comes out in 2020 for the last like three years or so. Uh, and it had been kept a secret for a while what it was. But before that, he did the amazing uh, Dunkirk 2017. Oh, yeah. This was one that uh, Dave and I were uh, were super excited to see. One of those ones that the second you saw that first trailer, like we really should be going to the theater to see that 1917. Remember you were talking about you thought yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. one. It's like right. actually like eight shots. Oh, really? Yeah, just not which one shot. Which is still No, that's insane, insane, insane dude. Yeah. Insane. Like, uh, like, how do you even do that time lapse? That's incredible. Like, would you just film for 24 hours straight to get... I guess. I don't know. To the movie? I, I, we'd have to watch it, but I, I hear that it's absolutely amazing, and that came out at Christmas, too, and it's out in the theater right now. Yeah. Uh, and so that'll be... An, that's the Sam Mendes movie, the guy who does the, uh, the yeah. Bond movies that do that. Uh, but Dunkirk, man. Dunkirk came out the same exact time as the... Um, Darkest Hour, which was the Winston Churchill movie, that was which, good too. Which were both really companion pieces to each other. They weren't the same thing, but they That's were right. they one picked you guys, up. Yep. Yeah, I remember right you guys saying that at a certain point you could pause. Yep, uh, you could watch Darkest Hour and then the middle pause it. Yeah. Watch Dunkirk and, and then, then come back. And yeah, watch Darkest that, yeah. that would be a cool like it would YouTube be thing. To I'll do. have to check out when that <clears> next time is. I have four and a half <laughs> hours. Yeah, five hours, seven hours to edit it together. I own Dunkirk. I don't think I own Darkest Hour yet. That's one of those great. Is that a Brendan? Uh, no, uh, that plays him. No, uh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yep, Gary Oldman. Really uh, well done. But Dunkirk. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the the time period and what was going on during this? So I know I'm going to get the dates wrong, but the, we're dealing with the British. Here. The British soldiers were being so. The British and the French were fighting the Nazis way before America got yeah, involved. America got America was selling yeah. weapons to them. And at first, we made them come pick them up. Then we started bringing them over ourselves. And this then, is the British you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't enter the war until a year before it ended. Yeah. What had happened was... Which is weird because we... It, so the French and the British were hard. able to stop the Germans at what's called... And I'm going to get some of this wrong. The Maginot Line yeah. basically is through northern France... Near the English Channel. So what? No, the, the English... Yeah. I mean, part of it was on the English Channel. Okay. So... What happened was, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the number. It was like 180,000 troops or something yeah. ridiculous, where the Germans just the the Germans were using Blitzkrieg, which is a, nobody was used to yeah. defending. The the troops would just keep coming at you. They yeah. wouldn't set up positions and bomb you and bomb. They would get in their tanks and they drove Jeez. right at you, and you either stood your ground or you ran. Yeah. And the British just got overwhelmed and they ran back to the English Channel. On the French side, yeah. near Normandy, or a little north, and they actually had Dunkirk. To, they actually had to call in uh, any available vessels boat that yeah. was seaworthy to make yeah. the journey. And the journey, I forget how long it is. So non-military personnel were just grabbing their rowboats, grabbing their sailboats, yeah. and throwing them in the water, and just. And their only job was to pick up survivors yeah. in the water. Well, or they in thought that it was going to because it, if it, if they had if it, it would have been a total loss. Yeah. They would. They. I don't know if they would have lost the mainland of England, but mm -hmm. they wouldn't have been able to fight the war anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So France would have been lost. 
so the movie is basically three different stories all converging on the same timeline. Yeah. So you have like that, you know, the the little navy that they create. Yeah. You have the people that are the kid who was on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, the one with the guy from Bridge of Spies. Yeah. yeah. And then they're trying to get off the island. And then you have Tom Hardy Tom as in the, the air. airplane pilot. Yeah. And you and even got like Kenneth Branagh, who is kind of he was the, the British uh, commander. The British he commander. was going to be like, "I'll be on the last boat." Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that yeah. scene. Oh man. Um, and yeah. And so, like, I just love how you see the three different aspects, and, all and it's all. Yeah. yeah. I think what it is is it's three hours, three days, three weeks. That's how they split it up. Um, so the plane is three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wow, man. Uh, the evacuation three hours, three days. had to have been three days. Yeah. It wouldn't have survived. I don't think weeks. the I don't think the boat ride was three weeks. No, so maybe it was no, it's, three weeks. It, you can make it in in a few hours. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I mean just oh dude. So good. When you they can were... see the coast on the other side at one point. Uh uh-huh. up and down that the French coastline. I think yeah. there's this point you can see English oh, really? land. And there were a lot of key moments that are just uh, really kind of exciting to watch. Them hiding in that kind of oh, ship yeah, on the beach oh, was, yeah, was a big one when they yeah. were just turning on each other, yeah. basically. And uh, specifically, like, one person, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was uh, the guy who didn't speak English. Yeah. Um, he, I think he was French or something. They yeah. found out that he, you know, wasn't one of them, even though they were pretending to be. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they were quick to be like, make him get outside, make yeah. him get outside, because the was Germans, a death really, yeah. yeah well, yeah. the Germans were out there, and I mean, what do you think they're gonna do? Like, oh, there must have only been one person in yeah, there. Yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. you don't want to search. Yeah, you know, yeah, but they but, were kind of at their wits' end. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they were just having to dodge that machine was probably gun the fire. Weeks part. Yeah. Maybe I think that's what it was. And they, was it? Uh, they tried to. They tried to retreat. That kid. That specific character's journey was probably three weeks. Yeah. yeah. And the guy from Bridge of Spies and uh, what's the other movie? Ready Player One. Uh, was it Killian Murphy? Yeah. They pulled mm-hmm. onto the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they were like, Murphy. we're heading back, and he's like, you, you want to go there? Yeah. yeah. And then he accidentally like kills his- kills that one guy's son who's like hemorrhaging on the ground yeah. his head, and, and it's just like. Jesus, I mean, these guys are trying to help you, and this guy, one guy who goes kind of nuts over this thing. And yeah, one of the other kids was the the main Ready Player One kid, wasn't it? The kid Uh, in the middle there? Yeah, he was the one that hit his head. Yeah, Barry. He hit his head, or it was the brother? No, I think it was him. Huh, I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I've only seen it like twice, I think. Wasn't Harry Styles in this movie? Wait, Michael Caine's in this too? Is that his picture? Yeah. Holy shit, so Michael Caine was in seven movies in a row. Fortis Leader. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. probably in the tenant. Is he in tenant? I wonder. I know, right? If he's in Tenet, then he has been in every Christopher uh, Nolan movie except for his first two. Wow. That's insane. I would cash out. I want to be part of a $4.8 billion guy. Fuck, man. And that's like the best kind of uh, gift you can... uh, Oh, keep putting people... I mean... It says he's in it. Oh, that's awesome. It's so great, man. Where was you in Insomnia, man? You could have played the Paul Dooley role. He could have. Oh, no, he really could have. He hadn't found him yet. Memento, he could have penned the, uh, the, the Sammy Jenkins role. I mean, he could have yeah. just been, uh, <laughs> paired this together. He would have made a good uh, Sammy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love that Michael Caine is out there doing so much that he's doing, too. Now. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's old, man. He's, he's, he's old, up there, man. He's definitely up there. He's he out- got to be like he outlived 80. Christopher Reeve. He's got to be 89. I was going to say 87. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, you know, Corman just turned 93, and he says he's still producing stuff. He said he's not stopping. He's 86. 86, yeah. yeah so he's not. Why well, stop? No, I mean, if you're able and it's something you love doing, and 
and your his fucking great, Michael Caine and his great yeah. grandkids <laughs> are gonna benefit. Michael, yeah, great, 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 <laughs> great. Yeah, they're gonna benefit from all his stuff, and I mean, he's one of the best actors acting still. So, yeah, so it's interesting that uh, Kenneth Branagh was in Dunkirk. He's also gonna be in the next movie, Tenant. So I love when uh, directors really find those key actors that they think will work well with. Him. A lot of times, and you know this more than I do, but a lot of times it's like when I speak to him, he knows what I want. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I like seeing he him on screen, up, but when I when I say, this is what I want you to give me, I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. So I don't have to. It takes all the guesswork out of trying to figure out how to make the movie better. Yeah. And there's some actors that you know if, immediately when you put them in the role that they're going to escalate it to a level that you didn't anticipate. Like when you put Christian Bale into something, he's going to give you stuff that you don't realize that you even wanted uh, at that time. I can imagine that the Ford versus Ferrari is like that. Uh, with the uh, the acting that he's done in that film, so yeah, Dunkirk was was super enjoyable for for a war movie too. I mean, some war movies are really difficult to watch and everything. This one had moments. This but one had moments of action and kind of uh, yeah. tension and just that human spirit of we have to survive, you yeah. know, or we have to conquer this one element that we're all fighting against, which is obvious the Nazis. Uh, in this flick, so uh, it was great, and it's a great history lesson. Yeah, you know, oh yeah, which is great. I always am up for a great history lesson, even if it's something that I think I know the subject completely about. Well, it's, it's going to be frustrating watch 1917 because trench warfare is oof, oh yeah, it's just shitty. Yeah, it is, but there's not a whole lot of movies like that. We Wonder I, Woman, we has a glory. That? I mean, is, uh, Wonder Woman was yeah. probably the last movie. I don't know how they, did. they didn't figure that out sooner yeah. in that war. Yeah. Ugh. And then to give it that kind of uh, saving Private Ryan element that you have to, you have to go like leave the trenches to yeah. do this, or not only are the troops dead, but your brother's dead too. Yeah, type of deal is kind of a hard thing to put on somebody. Unless you so didn't it's like uh, your brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Well, I'm gonna go oh. take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to eat some chow over there. Yeah. Maybe. I'm gonna go get. Seconds. I'm on leave for the next two weeks. So, um, so yeah, I I really should uh, work my way into the movies and try to go a couple times in a week or something like that to knock some of these out. Not that shit. They fast. They come out. They will be in Redbox. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> source. Source. <I'm> Justin. <laughs> I'll tell you how it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this next movie, man, and this is 2020, and this was an ingenious because they had finally released a full trailer for this probably, what was it, like three weeks ago or something? Three yeah. weeks or a month ago. But before that, they had a teaser, and the teaser told you shit. It was basically the title card coming up. and This it, one doesn't tell you that you, much more. No, you, it yeah, it doesn't. And it, they really kept it silent of what it was now we have at least with this full trailer some elements that we can kind of string together to realize that there it's time manipulation so obviously it's it seems like it's similar in a lot of ways to like four or five different christopher nolan yeah. movies there's a little interstellar in it there's a little yeah. inception in it there, yeah. there's a little even it even seems even a little Matrixy, uh kind of Matrix. like yeah uh because it it looks to me like they're dealing with some sort of person maybe that's hitmen uh, are cleaner or uh, yeah hitmen are cleaners that are trying to agent. take over something and they've got to manipulate time i mean this is all obviously total guesses yeah uh but it stars a shitload of great people and it's the first time that he's kind of worked with uh, robert pattinson who is who's about to have one of his better years uh i mean i still haven't seen the lighthouse i hear great things about the lighthouse with him and willem dafoe uh, so I definitely want to check that out. I'm one of the few people that had no problem with him being cast as Batman in Matt Reeves. Oh, yeah. The Bat- 
Batman. That's I think fine it's gonna with me. be. I think yeah. it's gonna be great. Who else? I else? think it's the other elements in that that I'm uh, wondering, like who's the villain, who's this. Yeah. I mean, is it gonna connect with the Joker at all? Because they're talking about doing the Joker too now that it's made so much money. I, I don't. I, I mean, I'd love. I to wish see they it. didn't. I wish they I'd left it alone. I'd love to see it and everything like that, but I just I feel made like too much money you, for them not to. You know? It, yeah, it, it, that's it just what made it too is. much money. Studio's not gonna not make that. Yeah, they. I see, like you, I see the reasons not to do it. Yeah. I mean, if they do it well, and Joaquin is obviously going to put his all into yeah, it. he's like, put another zero on this paycheck. I know. Please. Yeah. But he Add didn't. the zero. The, but I do, mean, doing it the first time didn't kill him. We're kind of pushing it on doing it I the know, second time. You know, and that's the thing <laughs> is, you know that if, okay, let's say they say, all right, we're going for it. We're going to do it. Like, you know he's going to up that character, yeah. you know, like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, There's people who grow into being weird, and I yeah. think he yeah, was good. weird his whole life. I think that yeah, yeah, family yeah, yeah. has had an alternative. So I don't think he's the one like the ledger that goes off the deep end because he can't control it yeah i think joaquin can process that, that is, stuff just better. right there that is an insane cast why don't you tell us the for, ca- for this is the cast for uh the batman <laughs> don't want to go against christopher nolan here but we're kind of stemming off the robert pattinson and the batman thing uh this is the cast they already have that we know about. Six actors and the characters they're playing that, that are going to be in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Yeah, so uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Uh, Paul Dano is the Riddler, which, which I'm so one, one of the most brilliant that. castings I've, I, I've heard in a long so time. So far, I think I'm more excited for him playing that yeah, than any other absolutely, role. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Zoe Kravitz is going to be Catwoman. Which is great. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is going to be Commissioner he's, Gordon. He's awesome. He's yeah, awesome. he's fantastic. He's really um, John Turturro is going to be Carmine Falcone. Oh, so good. Um, and Andy Andy Serkis is going to be Alfred. Oh, like, God, man. Andy Serkis is going to have one hell of a year, too, because he's directing Venom 2, which might be the only reason I, I watch it, because I didn't much care for the first one. But <laughs> since Tom Holland's going to be in it and Andy Serkis is directing it. <laughs> oh, they've it, decided that? Uh, yeah, they said he is supposed to make a cameo in it. Not that they, Hey, that, that works. I, I probably shouldn't believe it until I see set photos, but yeah. it would be uh, good if they connected it. The only thing I'm not... I didn't like the first one. Didn't care for it at all. I, I would never watch it again. I would be fine. I, and I'm kind of disappointed that they're bringing in, uh, as much as I love Woody Harrelson, Woody Harrelson as uh, Carnage seems like a bad choice to yeah. me. Uh, I, I would pick somebody else for that, but maybe I maybe, could be proven wrong. Yeah. They might nail it with the second one. He has stopped smoking weeds. So uh, the comedy is what changing his uh, ways. The comedy is what ruined it for me for that first. Uh, that I'm, uh, mm-hmm. Well, I think they were trying to get it to a wider variety, get the yeah. you know the younger kids in there yeah. a little bit. But I want if I got Venom, I want the most violent fucking. Uh, uh, superhero movie. Hey, I've ever they witnessed. might. They might make two. You yeah. Know, I mean, he's a brain eater, man. Eat yeah. some brains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm we almost have to do that to be called that. To be <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. It's like you can't just have like dragged cost concrete oh. and then not show someone <laughs> yeah. dragged cost concrete. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't. And they yeah. don't. And they yeah. don't. Spoiler <laughs> fucking alert. That'd be like machete never having picked up a machete. The before. fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can't have it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't that know. That really what... triggers me. <laughs> Holy shit! Like... <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I'm, a su- I'm su- obviously super in on the tenant when it comes out. I'll be there day one. Uh, it, it looks exciting. It looks like 2020 is going to be a huge oh, year yeah. for movies, yeah. man. With that and the Matrix coming out and the. Uh, is the Matrix? I thought it was 2021. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. maybe that's. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, Bill and Ted though. Yeah, Bill and Ted comes out 2020. Yeah, so that's gonna be that special. Would, that'll be let's a special see. one. Let's yeah. See if I can pull up a 2020 list here. Yeah, let's find out when the the Tenant's coming out. I want to say it's like August or something like that. I'll look up the Tenant. Right uh, it was July. Oh, it's July. It yeah. Comes out. Okay, I don't have to look it up. 
Yeah. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, man, he's got me in there for almost every movie he's done. I, I mean, I've have seen every one of these. I've seen every one except for uh, I did not see Interstellar or Dunkirk in the theater. Every other movie uh, he's done, I've seen in the theater except for the following, which uh, I like directors that you know. That you're in before you yeah. even know what it like is. Like Fincher comes out with something. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see I'll a Fincher it. movie. Yeah. It might be the last Fincher movie I've seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. P.T. Anderson. I'm at, but I'm always they never disappoint me, stuff. those guys. Uh, Scorsese. Coen Brothers go for the most it. part. Coen Brothers for sure. Uh, I, I love it that they've built up that type of kind of quality flicks that you know before it even hear what the story is. You want to do a story about what? I mean, Muppets. I'm in. Muppets with... At the circus, yeah. What? I'm in there. <laughs> Big top peewee. Uh, so yeah, that's Christopher Nolan, man. If you haven't seen all those movies, you should definitely go check them out. I, I mean, what what is your favorite? So your favorite of all his probably is Insomnia, then mm. I would imagine. Yep. Justin, what's your favorite of uh, all his flicks here? You know, uh, I'd probably about? say Memento. Okay. Um, either that or Dunkirk. Oh, nice. Yeah. I would definitely say The Prestige is my favorite, but uh, Memento's pretty close uh, up there too. And probably even the Interstellar. After a couple more viewings, I think I would uh, I would put it pretty high up there. It's the one I've seen the least of all the ones on there. But uh, yeah, so that's it for this week. I uh, add to our big list of uh, growing list of directors that we've talked about, and then there's so many great directors still to talk about. So we'll probably dip back into that well in the next like six seven weeks. Next week we have action sequels, which is going to be exciting because we uh, we did comedy sequels. Uh, me and Eric did some horror sequels. Now action sequels. And there's a lot of action sequels that I liked better than the original. Now, are we going specifically number two? No. Or no, any sequel? Any sequel? If you like number original. six okay. uh, in that run, you cool. can pick that one. If you're a Freddy versus Jason fan? Yeah. Oh, hey, that's more horror, but yeah, you know, I mean, you can. There's action in there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of action in there. We're trying to keep it. At one point, Freddy straight up becomes a ninja and starts doing <laughs> martial arts. Yeah, and it's I mean, great. it doesn't get any more action than that. <laughs> but, I mean, if it's got a car chase in it, we're not going to say it's action. <laughs> <laughs> Driving Miss Daisy is action. Yeah. <laughs> he speeds from one light yeah. to the other. <laughs> you seen him run that stop sign? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that that'll be really exciting. I've got my list already picked. I don't think it's anything you guys are gonna pick, so it'll be uh, exciting to see what you guys have. And then after that, I think we're gonna attack one of our uh, actors' ones. We got some character actor pods. We got a uh, a remake uh, pod where we're gonna talk about our favorite uh, remakes of movies that have come out. And uh, so we got a pretty big uh, lineup coming out over the next month and so or so. So it'll it'll be exciting. But if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, check us out on Facebook, Fascinated with Films. You can also leave us a like or a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes. And we also uh, can be shot an email through uh, a gun. Fascinated. Yeah, fascinatedfilms <laughs> at gmail.com. Is your songs up on your uh, SoundCloud? Is it SoundCloud that you have them up on or Spotify? It's on Spotify. Yeah, give, and it, Apple give yourself Music. a plug there too. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a couple of new songs out. Um, I go by Justin Davis, and the songs are California, Where Can I Run, and Sweet Talking. And I have four new followers in Sweden. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That's really cool. Yeah. And it's on Spotify. <laughs> so huh? get, yeah. can, I get, can I get a couch? <laughs> I, know, I can right? get the play ticket. A, a fear clover? <laughs> <laughs> it's a midsummer sequel there. Yeah. Come on out and play with us, Yeah, Justin. exactly. No, right. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that movie before. <laughs> yeah. I see it, so you know. Yeah, I'll have to download the Spotify app. I don't have it on my, uh, on my I, I phone. I didn't too. either until that. And I know we can put our podcast up the, on there. I think it's uh, oh, really? uh, able to be put on there. If it can be Not linked free, straight from. Uh, really? On 
on Spotify? I think. Well, I usually uh, because I pay monthly for the SoundCloud. I pay mm-hmm. like fifteen dollars a month for it to be on there. But you don't He's have got to. skin in the game, you know, <laughs> yeah. right? But I don't have to pay for iTunes. I can just link the iTunes account to the, to the SoundCloud account. Uh, uh, it, it doesn't ooh. cost anything, which is great. So I'll have to check up on Spotify. I'm not as well versed. Is that a big, that's a big, uh, that's a big app for, oh, yeah. uh, for, for yeah. music specifically. Uh, I, I think there's podcasts, podcasts on it yeah, too. Yeah, I think, yeah. Podcasts I think are on everything there too. is both. Now. I think the, pig, yeah. the two big dogs for podcasts are SoundCloud and iTunes, but I know a lot of people are doing it. A lot of people now. do theirs on YouTube now too. Yeah, and yeah. they do the video. And they do that's video my, too. Uh, we can do that. Arthur Motes, that's my plug. Yeah. He's my client. Get he it. has a podcast. Go he does YouTube. it on YouTube or he yeah. does it on other stuff too or just YouTube? He does it on iTunes and other stuff too, but he does it on YouTube and runs the video on YouTube. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, every once in a while it would be interesting if we wanted to pick a specific uh, uh, topic that we're videoing or even like 10, 15 minutes or something like that would be kind of cool. Yeah, so maybe. Hell we got yeah. That, we got those cool tripods for, yeah. the, for the cameras now so we can work those in. Yep. But yeah, I think that's it for this week. But next week we will be here continuing the 2020 still (laughs) (laughs) so until then see ya bye i'm batman let's put a smile on that face